He ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys. Oster, Matt. A lot of beef. <laughs> a lot of beef in here. Can't handle all this beef. Oh, all right, beef aroni. <laughs> all right, I guess we'll start with that. Rice aroni, a San Francisco treat. <laughs> Show Daddy Vince the beef. Oh, get in here. Where's the beef? Where's that old lady? <laughs> she dead? Shit. Oh, she has been dead for a while, I'm sure. She was <laughs> she, old. She appeared, I think, in WrestleMania 2. That's oh, yeah. oh yeah. And said, "Where's the beef?" Oh man. Yeah, there's context to this, guys. Oh man, are they handing out a return for yep. her? She's gonna pop up in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I think Vince just wanted to say beef on TV. I think he was only supposed to say it once, and then uh, got that word stuck in his head. I think Vince says think the word beef. Hungry. I think he says beef more often than any of us give him credit for. <laughs> I think he was probably just hungry. And beef. apparently, he wasn't looking at Vince Hog. That's not yeah. beef. Well, well wouldn't a hog not be beef? It'd be pork. I, have you ever had an all beef dog? Yeah, but it's a hog. Hog as in pig. Well, it's the body part. Beef hog. There was a lot of fucking beef in that ring, though. <laughs> yeah, I would say they they were beefy. He was hoggy. Okay. Yeah. That 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 checks out. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. This has been. Uh, you can follow me online at Dumpster. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Happy Rusev Day. <laughs> NXT Takeover. Blackpool. Okay. So, I want to know when they hand out the hymnals. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, they have songs. I know, like, they're, like, football songs, like, or what we call soccer. (laughs) Uh, European football. But, like, they're, like, intricate, like, fucking singy chants that, like, Uh they change the words and everybody just happens to To know know it. I know. It's like, they're like, I pass it on page 43 in the book. <laughs> All right, here we go. Dude. And let's go, Tyler Bate. Today <laughs> we are Tyler Bate. Today. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely go to Wrestle Church. Yeah, yeah. It just those crowds are insane. Reverend Diva. <laughs> there, because I haven't been watching NXT UK. Same. Are they like that? Not. I mean, that was an that extra was a, level. It was yeah. a bigger crowd. They do it a lot more chanting though than like the U.S. audience. Yeah. They just have like long ass chants. Yeah, and they're cool. And they keep and taking the damn shoes off when Zach Gibson comes out. Yeah. Shoes. Fuck them. Stand Danny up. Gibson, yeah. take your shoes off. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it, but I like it. Yeah, it's one of those things. Does about, he hate feet? Um. No. Okay. I actually found out the origins of this. Oh, it really? Goes, it's like a super long thread that goes back to that reporter that threw his shoe at George W. Bush. No shit. And then became a song about a, someone in football, and eventually, be, now we're here. Exactly. This is what they do to people they don't like? Yeah. Dude, I love that. That's the best thing that came from the George Bush presidency. Yeah. I will say, though, um, that and the Rock Against Bush, Bush punk rock compilation is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just think Tarantino needs to start watching UK wrestling. Um, the one thing that yeah. bums me out sometimes about that is it sometimes seems some of the fans are more mm-hmm. into just chanting and singing than they are to actually watching the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Like, that becomes more of the spectacle than the actual match itself. Sure. Nine times out of ten, though, I'm like, oh, that'd be so sick to be there. Just, I would just chant. I wouldn't even know what they're saying, but I'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and wrestlers feed off the crowd. Sure, yeah. So I'm sure they get hyped. Well, I mean, I was listening to Lance Storm talk about that, and he said if he heard them just singing and not paying attention to their match, and, like, the chant was more over, he said, I would... He's like, if I was them, I just would have sat down in a chin lock till they shut up. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, he's like, we're out there, and we're working hard, we're busting our ass, and if they're chanting about us, they're chanting about the match, they're doing that, that's fine, and we love it. But when, it, when that becomes the spectacle and not the match, then it's like, yeah. why are we working I, so hard? I thought it was fine during the show. I, during the UK tournaments, it got bad, and I think that's because people were sitting around for well, yeah, a really it. long time for those tapings. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a long time to sit. Yeah, I think, like, I've noticed that with, like, longer UK shows. It's more of an issue, but... Yeah. Yeah, I've heard, too, uh, I can't remember, it was, someone was on Edging Christian's podcast, they were talking about how, like, chanting itself is very, you know, what the wrestlers kind of, like, feed off of and appreciate is, like, different than sometimes, like... You know, a lot of the wrestlers prefer if they're like if they're a heel, like boot, be like fucking you suck, or like you know, like yeah, we want you to win. That's fine because you're chanting for the wrestlers. But if you're like like the this is awesome chance or like NXT chance, like you're cheering the brand, and that means they're not as invested in the match. You know, like they're like, oh, that was a cool spot. Let's chant this is awesome, but they're not as like hooked into the emotion that the wrestlers are putting into it. But I wonder if that's different, like how they view that in the UK, because it seems like just a fucking chant well, happy that's, place. That's their culture. It's, it's, like, it's all from it's all from foot football. Football? I was trying to say with an umlaut. Foot? Foot? <laughs> football. Um, but yeah. I'll say it worked for me. I was like, it got me like hyped for all those yeah. matches. When Finn came at oh, we'll get to it. Because I'll, I'll say I mean, PWG is a very chanty place. And when I was there, it's like, the chants were directed, though, at the people. Yeah. Mm. Like, and it was, like, not just, like... It was a way to cheer your good guys and boo your bad guys. Yeah, it's like, people would be like, let's go Young Bucks, fuck the Young Bucks, let's go Young Bucks, fuck the Young yeah. Bucks. Like, and, like, I, so I imagine Zach Gibson, I would assume, enjoys it if you like hate the, Zach the, Gibson. That one, like, the shoe one, that one's good, just like when they're... Because they're saying fuck It was thing. during the fucking, like, uh, Rhea Ripley-Tony Storm match, and they're just, like, singing, it's like, they're fucking working hard, and, like, Rhea's, like, getting the heat... Yeah, it's like you should just be trying to cheer for Tony to like right. make her come back and try to like instead of just kind of singing a song. Uh huh. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. And I think that that that's the example he used to. And like I noticed that too. It's like uh, like you guys should like I don't know like even just like the shitty like baby face like yeah start the clap and everything. Uh huh. I like, just like get like get that fired up. So then when she does make her come back and it gets all raucous and she fucking knocks her down, bakes her powder out, then you start singing. Like a song for Tony Storm because like everybody's all stoked. Like yeah, she fucking did it. And yeah, fucking let's mm. go Tony, Tony time. <laughs> I think it's also worse <laughs> on New York. I, I think it's worse um, for WWE shows over there than like at Progress shows. I don't notice it as much. I think it's more directed towards the t like the actual like performers and shows like that versus on WWE. It's like oh we're on TV. Right now, let's like, get ourselves over a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. like it's a like the bright lit environment for some reason like just brings it out a little bit. Like people think they need to do it's it. It's WWE's own fault mm -hmm. for being like, oh, the crowd after WrestleMania is so wild. Yeah, like, well, we want to be that wild too. Well, what I mean, watch, we can get over just like them. Look, Dad, I'm wild. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The first match was uh, Zach Gibson and James Drake against Mustache Mountain. Grizzled young veterans. He's a grizzly young man. He's a grizzly young man. On Wikipedia, so yeah. GYV. But I need to take my shoe off. 
work so many tales. Zach Gibson. I love Zach Gibson. I don't. I love to hate him. Yeah, he, he's great. He's really. He's good. But like, hey, it just, doesn't matter if he's Curtin Jerkin or the main event because he's a grizzly young vet. <laughs> uh, I, something I actually noticed in this match is I he's really good at like doing kind of like what Lance Storm said about like put him in a chin lock like mm-hmm. he like Zach Gibson kills a crowd. Oh, and that, that's what you want to do as a like, heel. Well, and like, like because his up. moves are fucking boring, but he's really good at it. Like I love Nigel's moves. Yeah, it's like like the Shankly Gate his finisher is just like yeah. a dumb like arm bar thing like it's a Nigel move. Yeah, it, but and it, like whenever he puts someone in it, it just kills the crowd and it's great. Uh, the only reason I love that, well, and after watching that Nigel doc, which we should talk about after oh, this, yeah, so that's, that's on the docket. he, uh, like, I think Nigel sells that for him almost, like, like, oh, shake like gags! <laughs> well, that's like, my move! Because he makes it sound so exciting if, if it was like, and he's in the Shankly Gates. Well, going, going, it's not golf commentary. And now he's going for the one, two, and I want to hear out. golf commentary during a wrestling show. That's how I would do it, dude. Slow <laughs> and steady. If they're going too fast, I'll be like, I will wait until they slow back down. <laughs> they're doing a lot of moves here. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that one was something. That was something else. <laughs> but even, like, during that Nigel doc, when the first time he saw someone do his move at a show, he, like, stood up and, like, threw his oh, shit no! everywhere. Oh, yeah. He could just fucking yeah, heist him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Mustache Mountain, they're great. Zach Gibson and James Drake, James Drake won. So they're the inaugural NXT UK I will say, though, champions. like, Zach Gibson's good. James Drake is definitely a step below, but like, everybody... Like, almost everybody on the brand, aside from, like, Pete Dunne, is, like, a step below Tyler Bate. Yeah. Tyler Bate's so fucking good. Mm. And, like... So it, strong. Big, strong It boy. just shows. Like, even Trent Seven, who, like, is his mentor and trained him, he's a step below. Oh, yeah. He absolutely Tyler is. Tyler Bate is so good. Like I said, him and Pete Dunne are on the same level. And, like, then there's, like, Trent Seven and Zach Gibson and, and, um, and Travis. I'd say Travis Banks is Travis, right up there near... The top level. I would but. say like Travis Banks and like if Jordan you had more Devlin, charisma, they, yeah. both of them if they had a little bit more charisma. I would say those guys are on that next tier, and then there's a giant gap of everybody else. Yeah, That's like, kind of a, yeah. Sorry, I'd say like the Coffee Brothers are like really. Good. They're starting to like, like get up there, but like yeah. you could even we'll get to the main event, but the main event you could see definitely there was a big divide and mm. who was really controlling and making that match really yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah, but and let's go to the. Uh, I noticed something else during this whole takeover. I think British style wrestling is my favorite style. Like, cause they just beat the fuck out of each other. Well, more like and the hold holds and like the reversals and like. Yeah, I was gonna say the, that, the, yeah, the world, old world, like world, world of sport. Of sport like, like, it's just like I don't know. It's just it's more. It's more intricate to watch, I guess. More technical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, it's that's more technical. The um, the kind of the more hitty strong style. So that just came from Japan. Yeah, yeah. Because essentially, like they were so like landlocked, they just were like, well, what are they doing over here? Mm. And they're like, cool, we're gonna just steal that. We're gonna do this. But the old British world of sports style, like that's like the weird little submissions that get flipped into another submission that turn into this, and like they don't really run the ropes, and they. It's get weird. And they break each other's fingers. Does that come from from the UK? Yes. Mm. Drug manipulation. And like, I was just like, oh, this is Pete Dunne's thing. And then I saw Marty Skrull. Oh, this is Marty Skrull's thing uh-huh. too? And then I watched this match. I was like, oh, it's all of their things. It's a, it's a Brit thing. 
Yeah, those two are like especially good at it. But. Yeah, and like then there's like Zack Sabre Jr. who yeah. did the same stuff. Yeah. But actually, one of the first people I ever saw do a finger break spot was William Regal, mm-hmm. and it was against Cassius Ono. And he actually dislocated his finger. Yeah. And I they went like... and did it, and then they zoomed in on his finger, like hanging down. Oh, and then so gross. Popped it into place. I, I did that once myself, skateboarding when I was like 14, and I still throw up a little bit thinking about it. So. Yeah. yeah, that sounds fucking nasty. I feel like, I feel like that's hard to make look fake. A broken fingy? Well, and when they like stomp on their fingers. That wouldn't mm. hurt as much because, like, they kind of jump in the air. Yeah. Like, mm. the, and they keep their feet flat. And so it's, it, I don't, you know, I don't know. There's probably some trick to it, but there's no way of getting around that. That probably hurts, like, a, like, fucking a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next match, who was supposed to fight Jordan Devlin? Travis Banks. Travis Banks. Travis Kiwi Banks. Banks. Always oh. hurt Travis Banks. Oh, is that why they did this? I think he has a broken finger. No, the, 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 this was the plan the whole time. It was planned. He does have a broken finger, but I think he could have wrestled. Yeah, no, it, he would have been fine. They, they sacrifice. He he was sacrificed for the greater good of getting the brand. Mm. And yeah. I mean, they did give him additional like baby face sympathy because he's not a super good natural face. So, I like he's a better heel. In my like everything I've seen, so he is, but he fights really good from underneath. Yeah, so I don't know. I keep giving him some sympathy, and so then, like with this, like you said, it really helps. I out. think he'll be so a really can fight from underneath. I think know? he'll be a great first challenger for Walter whenever Walter gets the title. Fucking because he's like one of the only other baby faces up at that top level. Mandrews challenge. I mean, I'd like Mandrews? to see. I'd like to see Walter versus Mandrews because I'd like to see Mandrews die. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like literally just breaks his sternum with a chop. Um, Stage dives and high fives. So, but backstage, Jordan Devlin was wailing on Travis. Yes, yeah, so that was at the hotel early in the day. Yeah. So they cleared him, and so he tries to get the upper hand on Devlin. They brawl, and then Devlin is a dastardly heel and hurts him, and keeps going until the, so they drag him away. And then Johnny Saint and Sid Scala come out. Yep. Oi. We we don't know what happens. We are no match. I think it's a really smart move to have Sid Scala speak for Johnny Saint because Johnny Saint's uh, an old man and sometimes doesn't seem like he knows what room he's in. Well, also, I think it's more so because he doesn't have to remember lines. Like that's like the big thing. Yeah. But I like it because then whenever he does talk, like it's like oh he, this is this must be shut up and listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It gives importance to the words that come out of his mouth. And Sid Scala is a good mouthpiece. Like he's yeah. he's a, a good like guy in that role. Yeah, and but so... They were like, we were expecting you would do something like this, you dastardly heel. And uh, Jordan Devlin, like, I'm the best Irish-born wrestler. Yeah, there's no Irish, Irish wrestler. So. No Irish wrestler better than me. And then, what if Becky Lynch would come out? <laughs> yeah, what if Sheamus would come out? <laughs> bro like, kicked him. <laughs> uh, it would have popped, but it wouldn't have been as cool. Yeah. So then here comes fucking Finn Balor. Banner, oh, banner, like, banner. A fucking superstar. And wrestles like he hasn't wrestled mm, he was since in, NXT. Pr- uh, yeah, he was Prince Devitt. Yeah, we just saw fucking Fergal Devitt. He, he did, like, what, two 1916s yeah. match? And, Man, like, that he, crowd fucking destroyed yeah. that building with their fucking noise. The, like, the sound cuts out on... Because it was too loud. It, it was peaked. too loud. Yeah, yeah. it peaked. And, like, it, you can't hear his entrance music for the like right when it hits. But, I mean, how fucking cool would that be? You're sitting in there, you're like, oh, okay, Jordan Devil versus Travis Banks. This will be pretty sweet. And then it's like, what? Fucking the guy who trained him? And then, like, 
It wasn't like smiley, um, like the extra, extraordinary man does extraordinary things, yeah. which doesn't make sense. I, that nickname pisses me off because he just does things really extraordinary. Yeah. Watch me make these. Eggs. For the longest time, I thought wow. they were saying the ordinary man who does extraordinary things. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's fine, <laughs> but that's not a like, great. That's kind of a fucking. That's not slap. a great tag. This one doesn't. It doesn't yeah. make sense. The extraordinary man who does extraordinary things. Just really extraordinary. Just him reading the paper. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> He's just doing it so extra. <laughs> Woo! Look at that! <laughs> oh, this this peanut skit. <laughs> I fucking love Garfield. Fuck. <laughs> Great match though, and you can tell that. Like, I love that they are the inverse of each other. Cause uh, like the uh, white trunks, black kick pads. Dude, yeah, trunks, they, it looked, they looked. They had that. Yeah. Um, it's very much like when you pick the same character in a fighting game. Yeah. And you have to yeah, yeah. you get the alternate uniform. Dude, that match was yeah. so good. One thing, I was stoked that Finn was there too much that I didn't really pay attention to Devlin's wrestling. He's very good. And like, so I don't... It kind of took away from him for me. And I don't know... I mean, given the history... Like, it's, it's it, one of those it, matches. Finn was definitely uh, the the... Spotlight was on Finn in that match, yeah. but it's the history between the two that is like uh, it helps sell it, and it, as well as like it, it that was builds the brand that was meant to elevate the show. Yeah, yeah. and it's like oh, I gotta tune in next time. What if another fucking guy I really know come you know shows up? You know, it's a thing like that too. They used to do it on the NXT TV show, like randomly Sheamus would pop up or fucking mm. RVD or me. You know, <laughs> yeah, random like random people. Tyler Breeze. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the next match was Dave Mastifa Mastif- and Dave Eddie Massive. Dave <laughs> this match was a whole lot better than I thought I had any right to be. Yeah, because uh, what's his ass? Not Mastiff, but the Eddie other Dennis. I he's not good. No, he's not like I get that. Like I mean, he's been around forever, and like he's better than some people, but he's not what they're booking him to be. Like he's supposed to be this big monster, but he's like. Weighs like two thirty and a six five. Like that's not a big dude. Like and like like they kept like having him slam Mastiff, but like they should be building to like one or two big slams with Mastiff being like he's a big fucking dude. That's his gimmick. He's a big fucker and like build to a big slam and get that big pop. Yeah, like the fact that he can raise his edge him is cool, but just build to that. Don't like yeah. Have him keep throwing him around. Mm. But it was a match that happened mm. and it didn't. I, I just don't like Eddie Dennis. I don't really, I don't like him either, but I thought that this was the best Eddie Dennis match I've seen I like, that way. I liked it because I had zero expectation. Like, I haven't been following UK on the network too much. Just because, mm-hmm. kind of like what we were talking about, how there's the very clear, like, Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, yeah, Joe Coffey's up there. Um, stuff. Other than that, there's no one that I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see what fucking Eddie watch- Dennis does this week. I don't give like, a fuck about Eddie Dennis. Right, and there's like, there's a, quite a few guys on there that I'm like, oh, yeah, when they're wrestling, it's like, that's awesome, but there's nothing that keeps me really I also don't give a involved. fuck about Wolfgang. No. Does Wolfgang have the black contact lenses? No, that's Wild Boar Mike Hitchman. Mike Hitchman. Dude, that guy's <laughs> fucking nuts. I like that guy. He, I like okay, him. I don't like Wolfgang. He's, I want Wild Boar to go to 205 Live because he can. He is actually under 205 pounds. Are you he's kidding like, me? He's like 5'5". Five five. He's like the tiniest, like shortest dude. Honestly, I would could, love that. I would love to have... 205 could use like, like a fucking little hoss. Yeah. Like he... Well, they, kinda, they have the juggernaut. Because <laughs> he, he weighs like... I think he's listed at like 195 because he's 5'5". Five five. Wow. Jesus. Please get him on. That would be so that. good. 
But yeah, my notes for that match were Big Boy's match was a Big Boy's match. Yeah, Mastiff, Mastiff looked good. He's good. And I, I love his Vader gear a lot. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. That's it. Mastiff. Tony Storm beat Rhea Ripley for the championship. Tony Storm is really good. Mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley will be good if they let her expand more than just being the giant role because mm. she's more athletic than that. Um, and she could just be a better worker if she learns how to do more <laughs> than just be um, the big lumbering person because I think that's what hurts a lot of people is when they only learn one style. Yeah. And it's not like she's a like a literal giant. Like Big Show's only going to be able to work one style. Sure. Because he's a literal giant. Yeah. But like you have somebody, let's say like uh, who's a like Donovan Dijak or or like Dijakovic. She's like yeah, I Dijakovic. or Charlotte because they get compared a lot. Yeah. Like their athleticism is similar. Like Rhea Ripley was a soccer player, like semi pro soccer player. Charlotte was a volleyball player. Like no, Rhea Ripley was a mosh kid. Yeah. <laughs> God, May she should really. That's a big change she should do is just stop saying how much she loves fuckface Ronnie Radke. <laughs> Yeah. So, I think Paige also needs to do that. Yeah, seriously. Also, yes. like, what? But the, anyway. thing, the thing about that is, like, I think it's dumb now, but 15 years ago, I've been like... Well, 15 oh. years ago, we wouldn't have known well, right. yeah. a lot well, of things I'm about I'm just talking about her being, like, the metalcore kid in general. True, I've sure, been yeah. like, oh, this is sick. Yeah. No, um, I just hope, like, like Dijakovic, like, he's six foot seven and, like... <clears throat> Probably bordering 300 pounds, uh, but he can fucking move and fly and can do more than just be a big man, mm. but he can also do the big man stuff, so I yeah. hope they let Rhea Ripley develop and keep going with mm. that, because then, just imagine, like, having somebody that is that big, that strong, that athletic, and that can, like, well, like work what, different styles. Look yeah. at the War Raiders, or, like, Joe, not Joe Coffey, uh, fucking... Samoa Joe? No, it's not even a Joe. John Sterling? Dude, he wrestles in Japan a lot. Teams with fuckface uh, Michael Elgin. Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. Like he's wide as hell. He but he can do like he's a wide boy. Yeah. Shit, he shouldn't or, be able yeah, to do. Fucking Keith, yeah, Lee. Keith Lee. Yeah, yeah, Keith yeah. Lee. Yeah. Bask in his glory. Yeah. Like it's and so much cooler. Fucking Chris Hero too. Yeah. He's a big dude. It's so much cooler when you see them do and stuff you don't expect. Yeah, sure, yeah. Especially absolutely. like. She is big super, demo. super athletic already, so like, yeah. you just let her. And it's not like she's like, if she was like six foot, like six foot five. Yeah. Or six foot four, and like as built as she is, cool, just have her fucking be the big giant, but, but she's like probably six foot. Uh, yeah, five eleven or six foot. Yeah, yeah. and like, totally capable of like doing some real and where it's intricate gonna look, stuff. Or it's going to look cool, mm. and it's not going to look like weird. Yeah. And like, yeah, maybe it, like have her. Take a little longer to set up because she is stronger and bigger, so maybe she's a little bit slower than the Tony Storms of the world. Yeah. We're going to get her with their quickness. But, like, having her be able to have that in her back pocket, be able to work mm. with that, work different styles. Instead, like, they kind of so far pigeonholed yeah. a little bit where she just, like, she'll do the beals and the fucking chin locks and the holds. and the, Yeah. I, yeah, I hope that, like, now that she's not the big monster heel champion, they, like, let her branch out a bit and learn. Maybe go kind of take her away a little bit because she's pissed that she lost the title because mm. it seems like that season her up and then yeah because it seems like for this angle specifically she was the the she was meant to be the person that tony was going to take the title off of like tony being the champ was had to have been the plan from like get from the get-go from yeah. day one so now that she from day one ish so now that she's not like in that specific sort of place where she's just holding the belt for tony maybe she'll like, 
get yeah, more opportunities to showcase what she I can do. I remember in the first Mae Young Classic, she did, what she, can do. she did like a drop kick that was like incredible. I saw like, a drop kick she did against Ricochet. Yeah. Last night. I'm like, yeah. great, she's athletic. She's, Let her do yeah, that. Yeah. I think she was a goalie, like a semi professional goal like goalie. And, like they, they are like have like explosive like diarrhea, <laughs> diarrhea all the time. That's why they aren't running around the field. It's because they're shitting their pants into the goal. <laughs> no, like they like the goal make big toys. You have to be able to like jump and move really quickly. Oh yeah, do that. Like you have to be, have very good reaction time. <clears throat> Um, the goalie. But yeah, Tony. Then it's Keenan. <laughs> Tony's the champ, and she uh, reactivated some of her social media. She's reborn. Yeah, her. She uh, put her she hat reborn, Matt I, Oh shit! That was Tony Storm was the one that just got. Yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. Um, she, she had little fucking top hats everywhere. Everybody yeah. in the crowd oh got one. I wish. Man, tiny top hats. Uh, I thought she she looked a little like nervous when she came out, but I then agree. like. The crowd. I think she was like, oh, "What's going on?" I, I think she was a little like overwhelmed, like the all the stuff going on in her life. But yeah. then, like, I think that she, like she really got in, like the crowd got behind her and stuff, and like. And she felt like, okay, I'm at home. Like, yeah, it, it was really. I thought that was really cool. That was like my favorite part of the whole show is just like seeing that support for her. Yeah, because she came out and did look a little like, all right, how's this gonna go? Even the first couple minutes of the match, I thought like she looked a little. Like she's great, but she looked yeah. like maybe a step behind. She kind of looked a little choked up. I thought when that when the crowd was like chanting for her right when she came out, and like she gave some nods and like little mm. like thank yous. Yeah, she wasn't know? quite at her normal level, which is so understandable. But there was that moment where she like literally like the crowd. She's out towards the crowd, and they're like cheering for her, and she like yeah. was like cheering with them. And yeah, that, like I think she was like. That moment, she was like back in. I agree, and at the end of the match, when she's holding up the title, and like she just looked really fucking stoked and proud. So hopefully, you know, she's on the, she's feeling better. Hopefully, and like I hope, you know, yeah, the amount of support for her has been cool to see. Yeah, because yeah. even like when it happened with Paige, like people were like supportive of Paige, but not at the same way. Like I think a lot of people just well, kept also quiet. at that time. Paige had distanced herself mm. from almost everybody in her life. Yeah, that's true. From, like, the wrestling people to, like, her family. Yeah, she was fighting mm. with her family at that point. Yeah, and, like, she was battling a lot of addiction. She was doing... Yeah, that's a, true. Just a real rough time for her, and she had isolated herself. And maybe not even her own fault, but also with the piece of shit she was with was probably was a little probably isolated because of... Oh, yeah, that's the kind of a common thing you hear about in those kind of, like, shitty relationships. Yeah. But Tony's back. Tony's champ. Excited about it. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah! I'm really excited to see like who they elevate to like put her up against. Who else is? Who else is? Their women's good. division is really good. Like there's Ginny, and they have like a ton of history and have really good matches. Wouldn't be surprised and, if it's her. Yeah, she'd be a really good first challenger. They've they've had a ton of matches. They just they just work so much together. Yeah. And Ginny's really good. I really like her new finisher a lot. Killer so. Killer Kelly's in the uh, UK, right? Yes. Yeah, she is. She'd yeah. be really good. But she's also... I don't know if she's a baby face over there. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, I don't know that it, that even matters, necessarily, yeah. over there. It seems like they're still kind of fleshing out who's who and what's what. But honestly, I haven't been paying great attention. Yeah. Um, also, Jazzy Gabbert was in the crowd. Yeah, and she's signed. And, um, oh my god, other... Was it Kaylee Ray? Uh, Kaylee Ray, yes. Yeah. And Piper Niven's signed now? Uh, she's going to be. Yeah. 
but Jazzy Gabbard is going to be one that she because she had the neck issues and mm. so but they, she, they were going to sign her but mm. like yo you got to fucking fix your yeah. neck she's been she's been doing work in Germany for a little bit so she's been back for a minute but they they said that they had signed to the brand so yeah. That, that's actually even more important now for Rhea Ripley to like differentiate her style. She can't just be the big because they have, monster because they have a like the alpha female. Yeah, Jazzy yeah. Gabbard is like bigger, bigger, right? like yeah. and does is like more convincing, that, more and more convincing in that style. Like, I hope that she wears her Mad Max mask. Hell but, yeah! This is really sick. Hell yeah! Um, final match of the night. Peter Dune beat uh, Joe Coffey. It was a very, very good match. Hell of a match. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of it, you know, Peter Dune stood tall, but fuck, man, standing barely at all. Like, I seriously think they had to have been so exhausted. Yeah. That so was just 35 minutes yeah, of just go. And there go, was like, go. it was a sloppy match at points, too. Which oh, man, like they botched that top rope thing. Yeah, which fell. I actually, I, I kind of liked I that think... it was botched because it felt. Like a like, it felt fitting with the match. Like that things were sloppy and weird. Yeah, it felt like a little bit more, like a little less like a choreographed, more like a brawl, and more like these guys are trying anything that they can to hurt the other person. Yeah, yeah when Joe Coffey like stumbled and they fell off the top rope, it looked like oh man, it looked like two people have been fighting nonstop for twenty minutes who are tired and maybe like fucking slip. You know, I don't know what the fuck they were going for. I don't. I. Think maybe a top Spanish, rope, like Spanish fire off the top rope of some kind. Like yeah. I don't even know how you do that move off the top rope, but maybe it's for the better they didn't. Yeah, but it, yeah, it just gave it that feel of like, oh man, this is fucking a, this is a fight, and it was so intense from like fronts to butts, <laughs> and day one ish. And I also I love that they're like started letting Pete done do the like the triangle finger break as his finisher. Like, oh yeah, I like because he does that in progress, and I love it. Like well, it, and. You gotta have a submission finish too, mm. and it's different than anyone else's. Like sub- submitting because the dude is breaking your fingers while you're in a triangle. Yeah, is like is brutal. Because he has him in the triangle first, right? And he's like, I'm gonna crank this up another notch and yeah. grab the fingers, and that's when they tap out. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it plays. It so was well. a good match. Like Joe Coffey had a good showing. Pete Dunne is one of the two best in that uh, whole brand by a wide margin. Mm-hmm. Um, one one complaint is that. Joe Coffey, when he is going to be missing, like, on purpose, it looks drastically different than when he's going to hit somebody. Yeah. No. And so it's just, like, you see him kind of throw, like, a lazy SSA clothes on, you're like, he's not hitting him. Like, come on, like, make it look like you're actually he's trying going to going for it. Yeah. 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 That's, that's just, like, it's a little nuanced thing, but, like, it kind of, it takes you out of the magic for a split second. Yeah, I you agree. Know, you, still, you still want that. Yeah. And then... Dave is a full-on copyright like fake-out spot again. They had oh, the copyright yeah. pop up on the screen, and then Beethoven started playing. Yep, and everybody sang along in this fucking grizzled man giant beast comes out. Water, Walter, dude. Water, <laughs> water, water. <laughs> he he waters out. Everybody's freaking just in a out. big old fucking daddy trench coat. Yeah, I have a very hard time. Not assuming these people are in a German military. Oh, I know. What you I mean, mean he's the ring general. Yeah, he's the <laughs> like no, that, that's like kind of their gimmick, but it's. I know the it's context not, is different over it, there. I know like. it's not. They're not Nazis, but it's just <laughs> like it's just like 
That's all in it's America, hard. I think, of beer and Nazis. That's mm-hmm. Germany to me. It is. And sausages. Good thing to remember is that it, it would literally be illegal for them to have that gimmick in Germany. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I know it's not like they're stoked. I know people but... like get like little antsy that their group's name was Ring Comp. Mm. <laughs> That's a word there. Yeah, it, yeah. it does not have that context. Yeah. It means like struggle or fight. It means right? yeah, struggle like. But yeah, so I know what you mean though. When you see like a German guy Just... walking out in an army like looking gimmick, there's no way it doesn't bring our American minds to like. Oh, see, so. Yeah, but that's, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I like, like me. <laughs> see to be to be fair. I'm, I probably think I'm, about that if you just see an American dude these days. So yeah, yeah. I, I see I a fucking yeah. proud boy. Probably like, actually yeah. more likely. I go to a hardcore show and look at their haircuts. And I'm like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, well, more Nazis these days look like Zack Saber Jr. than Walter. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true, dude. Richard's same, same, same polos. Yeah, same haircut. Yeah. Uh, but I'm so excited. Not as big a head though. So the thing I've been hearing a lot about is Walter hurts people. Walter hurts people, but is WWE gonna let Walter hurt people the way that yes. Walter is? Well, yes and, and no, because it's not gonna be PCO level. But that was too much, anyways. That was that was a little disturbing. Like. It, his standard matches aren't those ones we aren't like the ones we hear about the Zack Sabre Jr. or the Walter matches that like where know, he murders people where he absolutely turned people's chest into hamburger well but, they probably are like hey do it do it brother you don't sign Walter and not let him do that yeah. like I I never worry about people going to a Triple H brand yeah and he is NXT UK through and through. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Mm. He doesn't want to leave. He, he'll he'll go do weekends. He'll go do tours. He'll do uh, takeovers like that. But he's a US. UK guy. Yeah, but he's not. He's, he's gonna live in. No, well, he's gonna live in Germany. Yeah, like he's, he's living gonna, in Germany. He's that's that's what he wanted. Him and uh, Dragunov both wanted to live in in Europe. Yeah, Lynn, like he's married or like I think he just got married this like last couple months. Like in. He's happy with his life there. Like, Hell yeah. He doesn't want to change that. And like, we I remember that man as a, a happy domestic. I don't think of him as happy. Uh, yeah. On Stone on Stone Cold's podcast, when he was on it. He was just like he was on Stone Cold's podcast. Yeah, like not like over the summer. He was. Oh really? I yeah. got Walter here. He's a big bad son of a bitch. Yeah, and like he just like he's already looking towards like he doesn't want to wrestle forever. He's sure. like you know ready to. Like have a life after wrestling, and he likes to like have his life outside of it. So, yeah, so get a couple big paychecks and uh, yeah, get a fucking yeah. payday, brother. Yeah. yeah, and like this is that's a perfect situation where he can just fly over for the tapings and like man. Do, do and now's overs. now's the time to get some fucking big paychecks from WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> if you're an indie guy. Yeah. Speaking of that, before we move on um, with the paychecks and everything, apparently, if you if people had this is a rumor going around. Yeah, if you had an offer on paper. From another promotion, you went to WWE and said, "Hey, this is my offer." They will double it. They'll beat it. You sign right there. Beat it or double it. The price match, yeah. So yeah, which is funny. Which is, you know, I get it, but it's also like I think when any of these things look like, even though none of this is going to be a desperation, it's probably the thing is it's probably a little untrue because it's probably it probably happened to a couple of people. Sure, but it's probably certain people where. (laughs) They're like, okay, cool. They're offering you this. Well, fuck it. We'll offer you this then. Yeah. Because we're we'll, we're gonna take you. Yeah. So I'm gonna guess like maybe like a, a drag it off. Like he just like recently announced that he was signing. Mm. And it was kind of rumored anyways. But these probably like, hey man, I'm getting these offers from these places. We're like, well, fuck. We're gonna bump you up. Mm. Yeah. There you go. 
where it's it's probably context is probably key in that. Yeah. And we don't know the context. We just know the let's just say word on the street is these three people reportedly had this offer. Sure. Where yeah. it's more so probably about who it is mm. rather than what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I know for certain that if AJ or Finn like went to them and said like, "Hey, look." They, I just got this this fax with an AEW offer. They would on the spot double it. Like, oh yeah, because the just oh, and sue them. Yeah, well, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right now, yes, yeah, sue them. But in the, the like in a time when they were able to like, negotiate, like if AJ's contract had run ran out without, or if it's like he gave notice and it's like we're gonna start negotiating with other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. like if they were in that window when they can negotiate. Yeah, like. People at that level, they would 100% immediately double it because mm-hmm. they have the money, and that even more than they have the money right now, they will have the money in a year in that new contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so have the money no matter what. Well, have the money no matter what, but like they can, they know that like we can, we're we're gonna have a whole lot of money. Soon. They just doubled like, their revenue. Yeah, yeah, like because they signed Raw, just Raw for what they're making for both Raw and SmackDown right now, mm, and SmackDown for more, and then the SmackDown for more. They doubled revenue. Mm-hmm. And they are not operating at a, a net loss. They're operating at a profit. Yeah. A pretty high profit. Yeah, but so the thing seems so, to be right now is... Then, then you bring Saudi Arabia money into yeah. it. They are fucking... Right. Just they have all the money in the world. Their sheet right now is looking phenomenal. They have all the money Watch to throw around traffic. to offer big contracts. The, the question becomes... Is it a matter of like money? Because if some wrestlers are just unhappy, like we've been hearing about the revival or whatever, uh, then maybe there's no money that could be thrown at them to be like, no, I fucking hate being here. Well, you guys don't. Well, the thing is, revival's right. probably making like 150k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, it's you know, tough but to... there are people like that who like, like Neville was that way. Like we've heard from everyone that he does not care about money. Yeah, like, he li- like he like lives super minimally. He. Doesn't care about because a lot of these guys love wrestling, and so if they're feeling like they're being mismanaged or could be treated elsewhere, and their contracts are coming up, like I wonder in some cases if even if WWE was like, "Hey, we have all this money to throw at you," if that's enough to be like, "No, I'm out." Like I'm gonna go wrestle my buds. I will say though, it's to the point where they were throwing so much money in these kind of offers. The young bucks who were pretty much like already in negotiations of working this. Almost signed with WWE because like this is too fucking good. Mm. Like yeah. Matt Jackson was even like, he's like there was a point where I was like, it looks like we're going to WWE. Yeah, because it was just that good. But then when Tony Khan was really like, this is what we're doing here, and you're gonna get probably this amount, like this six figure check, and you're gonna have an office shop and this, this and that. Where then it's like okay, now then we can and, just do our own thing. And like even beyond that, like that offer for them, that that's health coverage for their whole family exactly. that's like that's like they probably are gonna get a 401k like yeah, that's they're, stuff you don't get as a wrestler like, yeah, they're not just a, a talent now they're yeah. they're so executive they're vice con- president yeah. in a fucking company they're not only going like going to continue making that ridiculous merch money they're gonna that they make like they're making money for their fam, like for their kids, like yeah. down the road. They're getting like, healthcare that it's not going to cost them an arm and a leg. Yeah, because it's going to be through the Khan family, yeah. that company. And again, like a four hundred one k as a wrestler. Like, yeah, you that doesn't that has never happened. But not like, for the wrestlers. No, yeah. not yeah, for yeah, the wrestlers. Yeah. But you know, but they're still going to be very active as talent. Like, yeah, so. yeah. We'll we'll get to mm-hmm. some of that other stuff I want to talk about. Um, but it's just it's I feel like. Well, there's that much money getting thrown around 
I mean, fuck. Yeah. Like, we're gonna end up staying. One it just meant, it just, uh, yeah. No, what are you saying? Oh, just the one person that annoys me when they're always unhappy is Dolph. Because it's just like... He's been, like, allegedly leaving for five once years. once a year. I, just, I don't know if he actually... Years. I don't know how, like... There's people like that you hear about. It's him and Rusev. And, like, yeah. I think that there might be some truth to both of them, but I think it's always overreported. Yeah. Like, well, because the thing reason with Dolph was that he turned down a producer offer. Like, they offered him a, a job as a producer, and he was like, fuck you, I'm still young, I can wrestle. But they're basically like, you can't, we don't want, like, you know, we don't have anything well, to do I, I think also it was to give him that, so... He, he would have taken a pay cut too, probably. Well, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't take a bit of a pay it, cut, but also so he could pursue his outside endeavors. Mm. Yeah. I think they're trying to be like, comic? "Hey, dude, like, you want to go be a shitty stand-up comic with your brother? That's fine. Your brother's actually funnier than you. Uh, you want to go on tour with Rob Schneider because that's a comedy you do. <laughs> um, it's like here, you can be a producer. You're still gonna have a job, and if anything, it's a better job because you're actually gonna be working for WWE corporate. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get benefits and all this. Right, you're right. an employee, not a contractor. Yeah. At yeah. that point. So at that point, there. I, I, but rumor is he turned it down. He was pissed at the idea. No, he was I want like, to do the same thing he, I've been doing for ten years. Yeah, I think he he still thinks he's got a lot left in the tank. And he he, he does. physically does. Yeah. Like, but WWE probably may, might not see that in him. And like, they're not the, gonna slap the title the, on him anytime the, soon. The issue with he, him, he needs to leave. Yeah. The issue yeah. with him is like that. None of the th- reasons why he's he's boring, I think, are his fault. But none of them are fixable either, yeah. because it's just like the way he's been booked for. Well, it's all five his years character now. Character like, is just like. Well, it's also like part of. I think it's also like. He's been booked in such a weird, shitty corner, but also it's like, it's him. Mm. And like, I feel like some of the things he said, it's like really how he believes everything. And like the character they try to go with, I think is him. Mm. I think and it's, it's like, dude, we fucking went with you. We went with your fucking shitty idea. Yeah. Yeah. Look where we are now. I, I So fuck you. You could be a producer I, or get out. I think he has almost like a big show issue too, where like we, he's turned both <laughs> ways so many times it just doesn't matter and with such similar characters that like you're never gonna get behind him again like the hottest he ever was was like that face turn and like the cash-in and stuff but like we'll we'll never get that level of excitement for him again when he was a sole survivor on Sting yeah that's right right there and then like they should have went with him it was actually Roman's spot but Roman got hurt and then we saw Mm -hmm. they had a glimpse of it one more time right after the brand split when he and Miz had the like icy feud and he put up his career and stuff yeah that that was was actually a really good and then like his feud with with Dean too I thought was really good and but like they also he won the IC title like didn't have to like it was so cold it was and then he oh wow <laughs> it was super icy yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like then they Did like they took the people. title off of him like two weeks later after like people had finally gotten behind him again and then he turned heel like they just do shit like they've done shit with like that with him for so long that you can't fix it you can't fix it people have this expectation of him for the last like five years of oh it's Dolph Ziggler cool and then him going out like I steal the show every night. Mm. Yeah, that's I'm the thing. best one at here. Like, no, I change the channel when you're on Dude, Dolph. It's just yeah. like... I see Dolph, I, t- I take my phone out. <laughs> I think they both have tried so many different things, and, like, he gets hot and cold, they get hot and cold, and it's at different times that they fucking, like... Like, when they're finally ready to push him, something happens mm. on his end, yeah. when he's like, I'm fucking ready, and, like, he's working super they're hard. like, we have something else. They're like, mind. we're pushing some... Like, we're kind yeah. of doing something else. The best thing for him to do, and for him, them... 
cut ties. Let him go mm-hmm. be Dolph Ziggler elsewhere. But like, no matter his name, people are gonna be like, "Hey, it's Dolph Ziggler." If he goes out and kills it, great. If not, you know what? Then maybe they were fucking right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, not like I think also he's had like bad circumstances where like he maybe <clears throat> should have gotten a better push, but like he got hurt or like just something bad happened. Like I remember when the brand split happened. He was the first number one contender for the WWE title when SmackDown split. Yeah. Tim versus Dean. And that match sucked at SummerSlam and it was probably Dean's fault, not Dolph's. Like, yeah, it was probably Dean's. And because all of next, Dean's... The next match was good and the feud in general was good. That SummerSlam match But that was, was such a... But. Because like, <laughs> it was such a surprise that he was the first number one contender. Everyone he's, was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, Dolph? He's back. And everyone was like, oh, SmackDown's gonna do stuff a little differently. That's kind of cool. But that match sucked and that, like kind of derailed seeing him as a world champion contender again. Is Dean bad? Does Dean suck? No. Someone tells me Dean's got a bit Dean of a Dean doesn't care. Dean sucks. Dean doesn't always care. That's what I've learned recently. It seems like Dean Dean's has an actually attitude. actually really good. It seems like he has an attitude yeah. problem. I think, like, okay, Dean just doesn't always care, and I think Dean needs to be in there with the right person, like... And that person apparently isn't Seth Rollins. Their, their yeah. last match was good. Their last man standing match was good. Like, I don't know what the fuck that that first match was. It makes no <laughs> sense. But Dean's good when he wants to be. When he's motivated, mm. um, he can be extremely good when he's motivated. Like mm-hmm. the match with Triple H a few years ago. Oh, um, roadblock end of the line. Roadblock end of the line. That's amazing. It was that that should have been the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, but instead we got the. Terrible Brock Lesnar. It's so anno- it's so annoying though. It's like, just be good at just. If you don't care, give me your all. Well, it's all the time. I think he actually cares a lot, and when people don't, I think he when he doesn't think people see things the same way as he does, then he stops. He just tra- checks out. He checks out. Yeah, because like, he cares so much about the way he thinks things should be. Yeah, it's, he has a very certain thing about wrestling, and mm. like I've heard it on interviews. Like he did the Cole Cabana's podcast a long time ago. He has a very specific idea, and I, I agree with a lot of his idea of what wrestling is. Mm. And I, I, if you've watched any of his independent run stuff, he's so fucking good, and like his heel character is so fucking out of his mind, but like so calculated. Yeah, it's like that's what they really should be focusing on is. He may be crazy, but also he's fucking calculated, yeah. and mm-hmm. there's a reason why. And it kind of gives like a backstory where this one is just like, he's crazy. Here's a siren. Yeah. Whenever I think of me being bored by like stuff Dean's doing, I think of him like just chewing gum loudly into a, the <laughs> mic because it always feels like that's what he's doing. He's like, I don't care, and that's what it feels like now. Even like when he's like a heel, is just like. Yeah, does no. not care about what the things he's saying. Yeah, a lot of mouth movement on him. Get 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 like a fucking. A story behind it. Get get some context. Get a little bit of character with this. Yeah. So and maybe I feel this like is, it could go so much further. And maybe this is just the because I don't fucking know how he is or whatever. But like speculation, we'll just say uh, like if he's complacent enough to rumor be like, and innuendo. If he, if he if he seems like a wrestler who's complacent enough of being like, well, if they give me something I don't like, I'll just you know I won't put my all into it. That's fine. Uh, versus, like, people who are fired up, like you hear the revival, who are just like, we love wrestling, we want to fucking wrestle our asses off, that's what we love to do, and we're in the prime of our lives to do it, and I wonder if that's the sort of, like, attitude change, where it's like, because with them, for some reason, I don't think they could throw some of that big-ass money at the revival, and be like, no, stick around, just because we don't want you to go to the competition, 
because it seems like they want to fucking like go for it. They want to fucking be. They want to be main eventers. Yeah, but at the same time, it's. Like, they don't seem to be complacent in what they're given because of... Well, I don't think Dean's complacent in what he's given, more so that, like, he does care, and it's just like he's, he's like, okay, I'm going to go out there and do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my job. Whereas, I mean, if you think about it in the context you're saying, yeah, it, yeah. where the Revival's now saying, well, we don't want to do our job anymore because we're not happy with what you're giving us, he's at least going out there and doing his job. But he's also been given so many more opportunities than them. Their two pushes have been derailed by their injuries, which isn't their fault. Yeah. But I'm, like, just playing devil's advocate. No, 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 no. It's, it's a good debate. With, with I think the way that, like, you're explaining, it's like, well, at the end of the day, Neville walked away. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, he, he knew he deserved better. Did it the American way, just half-ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, we do on our job sometimes. Yeah. Well, and, like, I mean, Dean's not going to leave. He's getting paid. His wife's there. He's a part like, of the, and he's not. He's not going back to the, to the Indies. Like, yeah, he, he's a part of. The, he's had the if notoriety left, of being part of the Shield. So he's always going to. He have, would go do like three death matches, and like two of them probably in like Big Japan. Yeah. One for CZW oh, where John Zandig just fucking cuts his jugular. Yeah, but he's someone like, and I don't like. Again, I have no fucking idea what Dean's motivations are. But if he is the way that I'm painting that picture. Uh, then, like, you could throw money at him and be like, yeah, I'll stick around, whatever. But if you're fired enough enough to be like, fuck this, like, I know, like, Neville, like, I deserve better than this, this is bullshit, I'm out, Mm -hmm. then I don't know if there is a paycheck big enough to be like, all right, I'll stick around. For some people, there isn't. Like, Neville, I don't think, I don't think it matters. His dream is to be a fucking postman. Yeah, like, he does not (laughs) care about money. Like, or, like, I don't know, the revival right now, maybe not, because I think they realize that they can go get like quality money elsewhere even if it's not the ridiculous money like even if they offered the revival you know million dollars plus a year well and think about if they go to aew a company that's being co-run by tag team mm -hmm. who cares about tag teams they're and also think about them versus the Young Bucks. Like they're perfect. They bases. They have been building it for a while. They now. are perfect like, bases for the Young Bucks. Yeah. Like, but so, the revival coming out with like the FTR shit on their pants and stuff. It's like I feel like they 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 have half the they have their foot out the door ready for those contracts to expire. Yeah. And I don't and think like, there's anything that can pull them back. Well, there's a lot. First, we, off, first, first off, what's going to pull them back is the fact that uh, for any time they're injured, that gets added on the end of their contract. So yeah. they were both injured and on the shelf for like six months each. Mm. So that gets just tossed on the end of it. And second, I mean, they are doing something with them right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it's because it's, I think in my mind, it's a desperation move. It's a reactive move, 100%. Well, and so I where's the trust? Like, I feel like the trust has been I think, broken. I feel like it's at the point, and probably in their minds, where it's like, even if they get promised stuff, they're like, well... What happens when that promise is done with? Like, what's next? Like, they'll be like, oh, we'll put the belts on you at Mania. And what if they, like, in a, they do that, well, what happens is, next? Like, is the creative then go back to garbage? Yeah. Like, right, is like the trust the broken enough? Tag team is bad right now. Like, and, uh, at least they're yeah, on Vince, Raw, right? Yeah. yeah. At least I mean, on Raw. Even SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown has people. great three teams. top line. And, like, you kind of can't go wrong. Like, you can't get terrible with having those teams as your but division. But look fans at fans can get bored. But look at like look at how sanity and the club have been treated on SmackDown too. Like yeah. they're nothing. Yeah, the club's exist. another one that has nothing. to be like, like they're like that. I mean I don't know. I, yeah, I don't they're, know. They're, I think they're fine. And all of this they're is just I, speculation. I think they're also I fine. Know. I'm just saying yeah. like if you look at 
if you're in the revival shoes looking at the way this company looks at tag teams. Yeah. A year ago, like, Raw tag team division was terrible. They kind of did a hard reboot of it after Mania and then went nowhere. Like, yeah. And instead of going with a new tag team, or going with a de- developed tag team, they're pushing a tag team that... I like these segments, but Miz and Shane... Oh, I love those segments. It's, 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 it's Shane, that's why. It, yeah, yeah, I want those shoes. I, at the end of the day, he's a McMahon. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. I, yeah. I, and I think everyone... I think everyone gets that. It like, isn't what I want from a tag team, but I like I, what they're doing, but I, still. I actually kind of just, I love it because it, one, it like, Miz and Shane have both done a ton in their careers, and like, it feels mm-hmm. like, what are you going to do with them that's different? And this is something I, legitimately I, different for both of them. I love Suck Up Miz. I, I actually do too. I like Vulnerable Shane, where he's like, <laughs> you know what? I always have wanted to be tag champs. And it's like, why did it take you so long to fucking say it? <laughs> why is it taking this long? Like, I, you don't like your dad. Like, I'm legitimately yeah. okay with them winning the titles. Like, it's why not? Because I, and my hope would then be that they lose it to a team that hasn't won them yet. Yeah, like, like, like the club, yeah. the club, or like, or to sanity, or mm-hmm. something like, or the like clones. <laughs> they, how, they surely had the titles at some point. They've had the titles, I think, multiple times. Yeah, under no, all they, their different they, names. They're fine. Yeah, yeah. I will, this, there's a couple things I want to talk about on this on this point. Number one is beyond the match with the Young Bucks. After their hype dies down for that match for the revival, where do they go? Oh, like, they're part of so, AEW? Yeah, w- w- mm. what happens from there, because... They need more tag teams. And, well, they just need more yeah. wrestlers in that company. Yeah, right? um, but, but but then, like, let's just say that they're working the indies. They, they, have, they have a big match, like, like a, the all-lead event in Jacksonville later on the year after they get released or whatever. They I, And they work the indies. They're going to fade away. I say... They're, they're you, not... You put the AEW tag titles on them, and then let them go defend it across the world. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I think they fade away because they are a great tag team, but they're also, they're kind of boring. They're they're kind of they purposefully were, boring. They yeah. were called the mechanics. Yeah. Well, I mean, how old are they? Mid thirties. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you gotta think maybe. You know, I, mean, I have no idea, but. Because they, they, they don't what, fit, ten, maybe they 10 don't years? They don't in Japan. No. Yeah. No, I, I mean, they, 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 they could, could also be heels in that way if they just go over and put people in. Yeah. In, in submissions forever. Yeah, like, but I'm just, I'm just like, in the Japanese style, New Japan wouldn't want like, to see no. that. Like, to me, in my head, like, they don't have, like, a they, they are such a throwback and with their psychology and everything. And after the match with the Young Bucks, which would be phenomenal, they'd probably have, like, a little thing with SCU, which would be pretty okay. Yeah, they'd probably just, my guess would be, like, the... They, they'd end up having kind of the same issue is they are a really good team, and... They just are very easily lost in a shuffle. It would, I guess, I think it would just all depend on what AEW wants to do with their tag division, because like depending on the teams they have, like I could totally see the revival being like a gatekeeper kind of like role, where it's just like these guys are the fucking team to beat, well, and like put over young guys in the last years of their career. I don't know. Well, and if they like transition into trainer roles, like because they're training Bailey and Sasha right now, right? Yeah. They're helping with like with the tag team psychology. Yeah. Oh, really? That's they're, cool. They're, they're, but yeah, I know they're that. really, really good friends. The best place cool to do that That's would cool. be would be the performance center. Would yeah. be WWE. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, but that'd be they, a cool thing for them to do. No, but if they leave here, they're oh, that bridge is burned. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. not necessarily burned. It's just like they're not going to want to have no, them back for no bridge is burned forever. And that's true. It's the business, brother. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's like they're 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 good. They're just. I can see them getting lost. I totally agree. Because you'll have people who are more spectacular, mm-hmm. who 
do flashier things, who do cooler things that will... They have more of a niche sort of, like, thing. That, that like, in this day and age with the people consuming things and finding things out through gifts yeah. and through Twitter and through this, guys like the Lucha Bros, that you see them do a cool thing, fuck, I need to go find that match, because holy shit, that fucking, like, Canadian Destroyer-ass fucking thing that Pentagon just did off the apron on the floor mm. where he killed somebody, I gotta see that. Yeah. Or he just fucking package pile drove somebody into hell. The, like, the unfortunate thing for them is, like, they have an am- they're amazing tag team wrestlers, but their storytelling is impeccable. Their style NXT like has a different like kind of indie tag team style than the actual indies do. Yeah, like it yeah. is more technical. It is closer to WWE style. Like, and, and it is different. Like DIY again. Like all these teams could do very well in the indies, but it's not quite the same style. Like it's not quite an indie style. Exactly. And it and I love the NXT. Like top of the line tag team style because like, it's it's I a like mix it. of both. I like it. Kyle O'Reilly all the yeah, time. I like it almost better than like I like it better than just the indie style or just because like, you get WWE the Shawn Michaels ass storytelling. You get the athleticism of the indies. You get the WWE production. Yeah, I think it's a perfect mix. Like, it is. and unfortunately, that is where their style is best. Is mm-hmm. like in a place where they kind of can't go back to. Yeah, I mean. They- I don't know. It's, it's interesting to think about. They're good, but like right now, since there's that hype for that match and this AEW thing, I feel and this is kind of it's whatever it is to say. They're kind of getting put on this pedestal. It's like they should be doing this, this, and this. Like they're not going to main event the fucking show. No, 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 no. I think what to me what it comes down to more just speculation because I have no idea. It would be more of like how big of a statement do they want to make because it could potentially. For their the, where they're at, like the with worst, their ages, who knows if if they could come back to the WWE. The worst thing they could have done was ask for the release, especially if their contracts are coming up. It's the worst thing they could have done. I don't know because they're gonna get held up. They're not gonna get the release. WWE can just fucking put them through the shitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna, so they're gonna be spiteful. Let's say yeah, the, for sure. That's how WWE does it every time somebody's about to be out the door and doesn't want to negotiate. And that's what you do with any company back in the day, yeah. because you don't want them going in somewhere hot with your going over mm-hmm. your guys. So you have them put put over every single other tag team. Next thing you know, like they're gonna be fucking losing to Hornswoggle. Like, <laughs> and, then by and then they'll be off TV yeah. for until they're they'll be off TV for six months. Come back just to lose a little bit more, and then they're fucking yeah. gone, like getting shipped off in a fucking porta potty. Mm. Yeah, or like Good. what? My hope for them is like. I kind of want them to stay just because, like, I, I agree with you that, like, I just don't know. I don't know that the tag team, like, economy out in the indies is good for them yeah. right now. Yeah, like, that makes sense. And I just hope that maybe, like, Triple H, like, because he's, like, they're his guys, like, they're NXT dudes. Like, maybe you can talk to them, try to, like, f- like, or, and then go, like, to creative on their behalf and say, like, let's do right by these guys. Like, yeah. Like, they're just frustrated. That's why they asked to be gone they have a point like yeah they, no, they have a, a good point but there it's just uh i th- like first of all i should never have i told it to jenna like the moment i saw like they're fucked they're so fucked they should never have asked because that's gonna you're gonna get fucking put in the doghouse well and they asked it could be right but, after their push started mm-hmm. so like they're not i think they see win. yeah i think it felt like to them like this is a fake push like this is Desperation. This is, it's still the same stuff as we've been getting. It's just we're winning now. Yeah. Like, it's like it's like give them something. Then like, 
and like go talk to them and just have that in your back pocket. Like, well, we're just gonna fucking take off. Yeah, because yeah. It, yeah, it's a. It, I don't know. I was, listen, I was listening to Meltzer. He's like, he was the same thing. He's like, he's like, this is the worst fucking thing they could have done. Yeah. Because they're gonna get buried. They're gonna get fucking held out because they're gonna add it every single day that they were out. Mm. That's added onto your contract now. They're held out for longer. Like, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Dream dream scenario is that. Which would never happen is them go like, oh, you guys do a one-off, do like literally a one-off, go go fight the young bucks, while still like win the titles at Mania and then go fight the young bucks. I mean, that would be the best thing for that, WWE to do. To that show, would be like, like that's the kind of thing that you like in a dream world that you just wish could happen. Like mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff that happened with like. WWE and like New Japan in the like early nineties, yeah, like, yeah, weird stuff like that. Right, because it's a it's a weird way of being like, here's a handshake, best of luck to you. You have our you know support going forward. Because it's like any any move that WWE makes with this like contract speculation coming out of like, oh, if you give us a, a con- put on paper how much they're giving you, we'll beat it. Hmm. Like that makes them look like because, they're on the run. Because like imagine like that would be like for the best for both companies yeah if that happened like if they like and if it wasn't announced they just sh- like or maybe it was announced like literally the day before so that you could get the crossover audience of the wwe that wouldn't have been watching double or nothing yeah say like hey this is actually happening tomorrow and then have them show up on double or nothing wearing wwe title belts i don't know how you have that match go like you can't have either team you can have a fucked Lose. finish. Who you just have a fucked finish. Whatever. Like, but like uh, that would be the, like extend the olive branch a little bit to make it look like not so fucking like. It would make WWE it. like it would regain a lot of good favor in fans that like are like don't like rightfully so in a lot of cases just are like super pessimistic about the way WWE does business and like it also like immediately put a spotlight on like all elite and like say like whoa that's like something that doesn't happen like mm-hmm. and look at this crazy thing that happened on their show it'd be like for the good of literally everyone yeah mm-hmm. and it's yeah and you literally those companies never have to like work together again on a like in that way ever again and it wouldn't matter because everyone would just go oh yeah like that's fine they did that one thing yeah it would be the probably the cool i mean that's, that's one of those win-win situations for like the fans but it's just interesting to think about because the Revival's kind of at that top of the list of people who are talking about, like, great talent being underutilized, they're friends with the Bucks, so they're the ones that are kind of at the top of that conversation. There's a lot of wrestlers who would probably be, who are probably kind of feeling the itch to, to be like, oh, I kind of want to be a part of this cool new thing. Well, Finn's teasing everybody. Oh, yeah, Because yeah. he posted a thing, like, looking at grass, saying the grass is always greener. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, like, he's always done that. Yeah. Well, the thing also about that, that saying is it's like... People would kind of take it in a way. People forget the second half of the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where it's like, he's saying, of course, like, oh, of course the grass is always greener over here, but like... Once you're over there, grass is greener over here. Exactly. Also, Kevin posted... He's getting his fucking main event push and Brock wants to work with them. Yeah, there's a... Vin's fine. (laughs) Yeah, there's a bunch of people that are, like, having fun with it. Like, Kevin posted that picture of the Dusty Rhodes uh, Classic Trophy in the the Performance Center. Uh There's a logo on the ring mat that is behind that that has the word elite in it like the lo- the brand that is part of the like the ring mat like next to the Dusty Rhodes cl- has the word elite in it and it's like it's intentional that he left it in the photo yeah like, yeah like he knows what he's doing it's just like it's a fun joke to get people like I do like thinking, people who are like 
over speculating. Oh, Finn's not going anywhere. No. I don't believe that for us. Um, I I watched this video and it was of Simon Gotch, and the reason I watched it because there's oh. like 15 minutes of Simon Gotch bearing Enzo more. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I've seen that. That's yeah, it's very awesome. great. But he's like, he's like, Finn's done his art. Finn's making his money now. Yeah. And he's like, that, that, that's his, like, that's the mindset. Yeah. yeah. I think, like... Like, he's already went, mm-hmm. he went to Japan, he made his art, he's done that, yeah. he carved like, his name. I feel like that's now the it. argument for Kenny going to WWE. And he's yeah, made his money. That's, like, the argument that I made, I think, when we talked about it, like, wait, that's why, like, then, in a lot of ways, I want Kenny to go to WWE, because I just want to see what he would do. Like, I want to see, like, if him make that AJ transition, like... It's it's like when like a band is a really good like small band and stuff and then they like start blowing up and like some a lot of bands don't make that transition well to being po- like mass popular. Well, Most yeah, don't. they usually like they, they lose their they lose what makes them their good. Culty fan but there base. are like like artists that still do it like and are good despite no, no matter how popular they get are mm-hmm. still really good mm-hmm. like and that's like what AJ did like AJ did change his style but not much he took away a couple moves yeah well he had like 700 now he has like 500 yeah <laughs> cause like I know like a lot of people are like Carl and Anderson need to leave and Carl Anderson posts this I pull up the tweet just to give a better context like he's uh, it's a picture of his four sons yep he said daddy will be home tomorrow boys four half Vietnamese half brother good brothers at WWE allows me to be home weekly to hug my boys sometimes I'd be gone for six weeks when I was in New Japan it's a good time to be alive babes Hashtag four sons, hashtag brother softly. Dude's so happy. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he gets to do what he loves to do, which is be a dad. check and hanging out with his family. Yeah. And hanging out with his brother. He gets a brother every weekend. I'm sure he'd love a little lighter schedule, but... Oh, he. I think he loves it because he's there like three, four days a week. Okay. Three days on the road. And, and just brothers up. Yeah. And also like... Yeah, like he's fine. Like... <laughs> he, he, he did his Japan run. Yeah. He... He was there for eight years straight. He did the most Wrestle Kingdoms, I think, by a Gaijin. Mm. Oh, like, wow. He is... He had his big fucking singles run, uh, 2012 G1, G1 Hoot. And then he did his... He got the Bullet Club off the ground. He was one of the leaders, essentially. Yeah. And now he's making his, his big brother bucks, and he's his brother. And yeah. Yeah. He's probably going to have his fifth kid. Probably. He was talking to Sam Roberts about it. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah. Sometimes, he's this is his quote. Sometimes a hot Asian wife starts talking about number five. We're like, what? Wait, hold on. We just got number four. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> well, I didn't mean for that tangent to happen just because I said Dean sucks. But <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that, holy <no> shit. <laughs> that's what we were gonna talk about this episode. Yeah, it's fucking it's gonna come up. It's what's being talked about right so, now. Um, at least with AEW. Like, let's keep yeah, let's just keep talking about that. Um. We're not recapping Because there's so many people... Yeah, Andrade Ray was fucking awesome. We're only an hour in, guys. We still haven't even talked to about Finn. Yeah, strap yeah. in, motherfuckers. We'll talk about the highlights. This is an afternoon episode. I, I ain't got shit going on. I just I, gotta eat some ramen later. Yeah, yeah. I do, but it's why. Yeah. <laughs> what time's your shit, huh? Uh, Three, so we got an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> strap in, motherfuckers. Um, we're not recording a three-hour episode. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, um, sure. Strap in. <laughs> um, with AEW, I I feel like the I, we talked about this before, but it's still like I listening to another podcast. So like, oh, AEW is doing this and this, and it's just so good to have a, a clear competitor WWE. And I was just thinking, like, hold on, like they haven't run a show yet. 
Yeah. There's like 12. Totally, people, totally. There's 12 people inside. It's like, y'all, y'all are going to put this hype over too much. Yeah. And this is, it's going to be what kills it. Well, and they have one show announced in May, and it's just another all in. They don't have like a deal. TV programming hasn't TV been announced. Stuff. Uh, well, even when TV programming is announced, it's like right. it's the most natural thing in the world for everyone to be as excited as they are. But make make it too big a fucking. I think it's uh, Chris Jericho's fault. Think about it. Chris Jericho's not helping. Put God, <laughs> dude. I listened to his, I, his last episode was great, but if you, it's also great if you want to hear Chris Jericho jack off for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Here's Chris Jericho's in, in all elite. It's the best. It's the best now. Now everyone's gonna want to watch it. I do. I do enjoy. Like listening to him talk because he like, he gets into the dirty bit like not dirty business but he gets into the business side of oh, stuff. I love Chris Jericho and it's interesting but to me. I I love Chris Jericho, but no one loves Chris Jericho as much as Chris Jericho. Nope. <laughs> um, but yeah, like he's always just like it's like I wouldn't have signed if they didn't if they weren't in talks with these big cable companies. Yeah, and it's just like, man, you're feeding the if fire. This sucks. This is partially your fault. Like. Yeah, I, you, I mean, the hype the is the hype is almost impossible to live up to right from the get go. Yeah, but you know numbers like a hundred million dollars being thrown around is not nothing. Yeah. So that's it, what uh, I, I, they can put as much money as they want into it. I mean, fucking uh, Lucha Underground had a ton of money thrown into it at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, like they were good contracts, three five year like three to five year deals. They had fucking what's his, what's his three ass, to uh, five year lockdown deals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his Lockdown. name? Robert Rodriguez. Mm. He was the fucking front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spike is director. It's it's not like it was a small amount of money and some money Mark was doing it. Yeah. Somebody who has TV industry ties, who has who had a network that was essentially just buying into it as well, had another promotion in Mexico, which was one of the top promotions in Mexico, buying in and putting talent as well. So they had all these different things going for it. So much hype going in that first season that it died. Mm-hmm. And it died a fucking death. So now yeah. it's like going into season five. It's like, ooh, like people don't even know if it's gonna happen. They don't know if it's gonna happen. They've had to cut funding the last two seasons. So. And those a lot of the wrestlers can't do anything right now. <clears throat> yeah, there was that video of all elite uh, invading bar wrestling, and they were like, "We would sign Joey, but he's uh, he's signed, he's uh, but tied up till 2020 with Lucha Underground." And everyone's like, "Boo!" Oh, he is too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There, but aren't there some that can't do any indie dates? It just depends on your contract. They can't yeah. do anything that's gonna be taped. They can't do. Shit, because yeah. he retweeted someone. It was Ivelisse. Yeah. yeah, like it's unfortunate she, she's great. She like, made it seem like she can't do anything. She can't do anything that can be taped. Yeah, damn. Some people like a Ricochet was locked down for a while. Then finally they released season three, and he was able to finally go to WWE because he was gonna go for a while mm. when he couldn't do anything in the states that was gonna be taped. He, so when New Japan did their shit here, he could they, only do a promo. Yeah, he couldn't. And even then, I think they cut the broadcast. So it was the next day when they weren't doing on TV. They were doing it on Access. They were doing it on New Japan World. That's right, yeah. And he's like, an underground fighting club wouldn't let me be there. Hmm. They're a bunch of assholes over there. Yeah. Well, and, okay, real quick, back to Joey Ryan. Would he sign? To AEW? I think he would. For the money and the work with them, yeah. Probably. Man, and if he, he said if he all could in. still do a bunch of they, indie dates, they yeah. They would okay, probably would. work with him to, like... 
have a have a some like some kind of deal with him. Like he said, the feeling that he got it all in was like the best he's ever felt in yeah. his career. I imagine yeah. he that he wants to work with his friends and and start this thing because that's the other thing. The hype is so they, crazy about it. The young it. bucks would want to take that. That's essentially the reason why they got SCUs because they want to take care of the people that took care of them. Mm-hmm. The hype around it is so huge, but really the fact that I mean it, this is huge and like I could totally see anybody in there, you know, that's got a bit of a career in front of them to want to be a part of this really cool new thing, whether it fizzles out or not, like, how cool would it be to be in at the beginning of it? So I'm sure Joey Ryan would want to sign if he could. Yeah. I, but yeah, like, I'm trying not to, like, hype it up too much. I'm just... I'm excited. I'm I think about it ride. all the time. I'm along for the ride. Same. I want to see what happens. I, I And I have my the, the theories in my head of like, oh, how cool would it be if this and this and this? But I keep it to me. I mean, or this podcast, but whatever. Yeah. But like, it's like... Uh, and of course, not putting too much stock into what I think would be cool as like what they have to do or what they should do. And I want it to be successful. I want to watch. I'm going to... Yeah, exactly. I just I feel like when it gets hyped and then fans watch it and it's not what they were expecting they're gonna just bail instantly and then like I don't remember what podcast I was listening to but a slow burn is better like it slowly increase because when you go up and you go down that's like yeah slow and steady wins the race that's how that's uh, multi-level marketing that's how they fail no slow and steady with this one but I'm excited Yeah. yeah and so there was a so to keep going with all elite stuff, I'm trying to pull up this fucking tweet because it was really good. Reminder: This all started because I said Dean Ambrose sucks. Yeah, we really went down a weird <laughs> tangent with this, didn't we? Where's that fucking tweet? Why does this person have to tweet so much? Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> Steven Seagal. Yeah, SRV. Just fucking tweeting like crazy. Um, let's see. Poop, 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 poop. Okay, so essentially, this is what they're talking about because the the person was talking about the the indies, and they're saying how like all these guys and blah 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 with the indies, like with the young bucks and what they're doing on the indies, and it's like, well, they haven't been in an indie promotion in a long time, and they're like, what? Well, they're like, Ring of Honor is owned by Sinclair Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a major corporation. Mm-hmm. It's New Japan is owned by. A major corporation. Mm-hmm. AEW is owned by a multi-billionaire corporation. Mm. I think it's becoming a thing where it's more about the style of wrestling than it is Just like music. Just, yeah, like indie music. Fucking Arcade Fire is well, an indie band. Well, the, yeah. it's, the, the people still call it independent wrestling. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily, it's like, they're trying to say, it's like, hey... Like, look at all this stuff happening on the independence, but, like, Ring of Honor is owned by Sinclair. They're a giant, mm. shitty broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. AEW is owned by a billionaire family. I finally found the tweet. Lucha Underground was owned by AAA and fucking Robert Rodriguez Consulting Group. Um, like, of all progress, ICW, WXW, all have WWE ties That's now. the only one that I have a little bit of an issue with, because that's more recent. As like, long, they were independents until yeah. recently. It's, it's, to me, it's... If, Jim Smallman and Gabe Sapolsky are getting checks. Yeah. Then at that point, eh. yeah, like no, they aren't independent. They are not really independent. It's anymore, like, like ECW was an independent in the nineties, yeah. even though. But like, just the whole Heyman was on the yeah. fucking payroll. Yeah. 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 Them yeah. saying that like there haven't been independents for a while. When... And even MLW has fucking venture capitalist fucking yeah. funding. Who the fuck? First off, who's the fucking 
venture capital is like, all right, Court Bauer, here's some money. Go fucking sign wrestlers. Um, but no, it's just like it's wild, like that, like they they're using this notoriety and this fame. It's funny to me with this that they're riding that independent wrestling kick, and like they like Cody and the Bucks are like. Yeah, we're just doing this independently, blah 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 blah. Yeah, and it's like with they they being backed by a person that has twice as much money as Vince McMahon. Yeah, it's it's wild to me that it's like they're they get to play that card, and it's just like it's hilarious and it's good for them. They yeah. fucking earned it. The Bucks toiled away I mean, in in shindies and fucking the worst independence, and they did do all in themselves with New Japan and Ring of Honor help. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Because it was a Ring of Honor guy that was getting the buildings. Yeah. Oh, okay. They used their talent. They, I mean, they used Re- Ian Riccoboni. Uh, yeah. Like, also, the fact, like, they answered, they answered recently that, like, Ring of Honor is going to retain the, like, broadcast rights to All In mm-hmm. on streaming. That says a lot about how much Ring of Honor was involved. Mm-hmm. Also, they, oh, yeah. they used IP from both ROH and New Japan. Yeah. And so, a lot of what they did was... With the help of other companies, Young Bucks is corporate. Well, I mean, honestly, to 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 get a seat at that table uh, of formidable like wrestling things, they had to get the money, you know. So it's, it's oh, what they do with it. No, I'm so stoked for them. I I hope things go the way that they are putting out yeah. because, especially with some of the things, reason why I found that the tweet was by David Bixenspan. No, I don't think he's the best dude. But he makes some good points at times. Is because somebody was like, "Oh, what's your favorite? Uh, what was like? What fictional character death hurt you the most?" He was like, "Cody Rhodes's union." Oh shit! Because Cody Rhodes for a while was talking about like wanting to unionize, get the wrestlers together, and gather them up. And now he was like, "Well, union would kill pro wrestling." Cody saying that now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so stuff like that. I was like, "Oh, dude." Now like, that he has the money of an got- NFL owner, who are like. The people who hate the union they deal with the most of anyone in the world. Fucking right. They fucking hate the NFL Players Union. And so it's like, like, no, no, unions that kill it, blah, blah, blah. Maybe like a group, but like, not a union. It's like, I I kept calling it an organizing body, but like that dude, that's a fucking union. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, I I hope you don't go back on other things that they're saying. And it starts getting corporate because you start getting corporate money in there. You stop getting just to have fun with your friends. Sure. And that's what killed ECW. Yeah. That, that getting, go, growing too big too fast and getting TNN and getting other corporate money killed ECW. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that could totally be the case. I mean, and I just hope they don't go back on a lot of things that they were promising and saying, and it's for the boys, and it's for this. Let's say ratings are bad for six months. Next thing you know, they're fucking, they got a consultant writer, and they got this guy and this guy saying, well, we did market research and it shows that your fans want this, so we're going to do this. Like, we don't care what you say anymore, so. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Khan signed this. Sorry, bud. Sorry, we're in the wrestling business. Yeah. I just, I don't want to see it and stuff like that kind of, when you see him backpedal and you see him turn things like, oh, don't brother me. Yeah. And if you're going to brother me, please just brother me softly. Brother me softly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Dean Ambrose sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what else happened? Uh, let's talk about the Nigel doc. Oh, fuck, oh, dude. Um, wow. I was Go ahead. You completely start. unfamiliar with Nigel McGuinness. Same. I know his voice. Um, and I kept thinking about how Katie was talking about how she hates his <laughs> voice. Well, we watched that doc together, and she's not here, but... Uh, 
change that tune a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, how could, like, because I got it when she was saying it, but then after watching the doc, I was like, how could you ever think that? Yeah, no, she does not, she does no. not carry those opinions still. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he, man, like, and just, it wasn't, like, incredibly moving. He, his story is just shitty. It's like, just a sad story, and it's a story about a guy never, making the best of a bad situation. He never got surgery, so WWE wouldn't sign him. And Daniel, yeah, like... And That's well, stupid. His p- career was kind of parallel with Daniel Bryan. Oh, yeah. And the thing that kind of screwed over Nigel was that he was honest about the amount of concussions he yep. had. Yeah. But Daniel wasn't, and then he sees Daniel become the champ. Yep. It's just like, it's a really fascinating story. Uh, it wasn't the really concussions. What? His bicep. Yeah. He never got surgery on his bicep. Oh, so yeah, okay, he lied. But his he, doctor told he him he told the truth about the bicep. Yeah, yeah. When Daniel lied about the concussion. He didn't even need to fucking put down, hey. He just needed to say, Oh, my, to yeah, I'm good. Yeah. He wouldn't have checked it. Right. He's as long too as he honest. Had, as long as he had the range of motion and the strength. Well, and even. Cool. You passed. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, it just, it kind of like made me mad. It's like, look at what you could have had, and you just like. Threw it away. It's not their fault because well, and uh, about two years prior to that, have, I know they have to be real careful with injuries. Well, like to about two years prior to that, Ace Steel, the trainer of uh, CM Punk and Cole Cabana, went in there with like a fucking string holding his knee together. He had already blown out his knee, and, and he went and got signed. Goes to OBW, like fucking blows out his knee more. Fucking has to get the trifecta ACL, PCL, MCL. Get that taken care of. WWE has to pay for it. Yeah. He had already fucked up his knee. Mm. Yeah. A steel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. He also played Donald Trump against uh, Donald Trump versus Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> On Raw. Oh, wow. That's some real thing. But no, it, it's because of that. That's why they have to go do the extensive uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's just like, man, they said he was better. Yeah. He was mm. so fucking good. Yeah, and it's and it sucks because you could tell to this day it has to be so hard to sit in the seat he sits in and watches his call like his peers do amazing things and not be like, fuck man that could have been me. But he also seems to really make the best of this situation and he does seem to love the role he's in right now, to a point. Yeah, yeah. He's as much still, as he you can. can tell he wants to be in the ring. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I watched his previous documentary. The one that he made himself? Guinness, and it's on Vimeo. He had put it up for free. If you oh, guys really? Oh, cool. want to check it out. Um, he is really bitter in that. and there's just, It looks sad as fuck. He, the clips he, they showed, I was just like, He is geez. really, really bitter. And he just, like, he seems so defeated in that. And there's still little glimmers of that. Yeah. And it yeah. sucks because, like, there's just things he's saying. It's like, why is it me? Like, what, like, what the fuck did I do? Like... Like, I'm just trying to do this, and I'm good, and I'm doing everything the right way. And it's like, I go to Ring of Honor, and like, I want to make sure I build my name, and I'm putting these best matches I can on, and I'm giving my body. Okay, well, my body's starting to hurt. Oh, hurt myself. My doctor said it's fine, though. I'm in a good WWE now. It's time to live my dream as I was a kid. And then everything happens there. He's like, well, I'll make the best of bad that you'll go to TNA. Goes there. Ends up getting hepatitis. Mm. Yeah, um, Pritchard on their, his TNA episode because Pritchard worked at TNA at the time yeah. was real not super nice about describing the way that McGinnis was to work with at that point in his career. Yeah. Like saying like he was a bitter, like he was a bitter, annoying dude that I hated working with, and also like would just lie to people to like not deal with shit. Like yeah, 
Like he like started saying that he wanted to get into acting, so he was like doing community theater plays and stuff. And then like he wasn't always doing them apparently, and like just like weird shit like that, just to not work because he was so bitter. Yeah, he that WWE thing I think was really the end, and so he got hepatitis, and then he got released like the day before, like he was officially cleared from hepatitis, and then like the day after his retirement match. Daniel Bryan wins the fucking world title. Yep. Yeah. It's the guy he was kind of linked with in his career. They're still to go and be the independent guys to go make it. Like, all that happens. And you can see in his, the way he talks, the way he calls wrestling, when him and Mauro, like Mauro's like interaction, Mauro, that's what he loves to do. And Nigel, well, and he, like, Nigel just wants like one fucking match, one run, one, one ending. He just wants yeah. it. Yeah. And, like, hearing Nigel be like, I put 50 hours into this. It's like, fuck, man. Yeah. That's a lot of work. It's uh, it's a sad documentary. Yeah. And, and I, I know they try to put the happy face at the end of it, but you could just see, like, like this guy is in a better place, and I think he's dealt with it a lot more than he had in his previous documentary, because it was, like, during that. But, damn, it's... Uh, it's tough. Yeah, it's... It's it's a rough one to watch. Like, I don't know. Because you can't have the real happy ending that you want. Yeah. Which yeah. would be like him getting a match like at WWE, like just even just like the one like a match with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Uh, but it did say like he's a dad now, right? Yes. So he gets he's seeing he's taking the positives out of it that he can. I mean, like I do get to spend time with my kids. I do get to work at the company that I always wanted to work for. You know, it's not the capacity that he wanted to be. But he is making the, you know, there, there's things about his job that he's like, I'm still, I still feel like fortunate that I get to do what I get to do. It's just not in the fashion that I get, want to do it necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out Anthony Jones, who had a shot in the documentary. Um, I think he's a listener. Uh, follow re-rate, let, re-rate, let, <coughs> follow re-rate wrestlers on Twitter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very, it's a very, very good, very good. Oh, friend. <laughs> Um, all right, let's let's talk about the big things from Raw. Um, Finn's hog. Finn's hog. Finn's hog. Um, hog heaven, dude. That guy got. I mean, that was it was a, that was Finn's episode. Yeah, it reminded this me of was, this was one of my favorite episodes of Raw ever because I actually have something to look mm. forward to. <laughs> it reminded me a lot of the very first Raw, the brand split, where Finn had a very similar night where he got to be number one contender for the Universal Champion. He wrestled twice that night, right? Yeah, yeah. there was okay. two matches. He, yeah, it was a Fatal 4-Way and then him versus Roman. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. This, oh, last... and then that, and the, this one, too. Like yeah. They're very similar, like, wrestle two matches to become number one contender. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. That Braun segment was dumb, but it was so glad it happened. Yeah. Like, now, it just, like, so Braun's not fighting Brock out of the Rumble. He doesn't have to worry about dying. Yeah. <laughs> They, yeah, he flipped over uh, Vince's limo because he was chasing Baron. And Vince fined him ten thousand dollars, right? Hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. He's like, this limo doesn't even cost a hundred thousand dollars. He got suspended for less than that. Yeah, but he, he, he also got a championship match for almost killing people. So yeah, yeah. where's yeah. these fucking rules? Though? <laughs> I don't know. Don't flip the boss's thing. It's just but like if you try to kill somebody, you get a match. So. It's just like the criminal justice system. It's fine. Killer beef. I like my beef with a murderous desire. I don't flip my fucking car. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean it's a, a get, it's a whatever way to get get him out of it. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I did like the weirdness of Elias explaining the whole situation to him, like a Greek chorus. I like, want it. I, I, want I kind of, I liked it just because it's like, that's different. Like, just you him. know, if that's you the a fucking like roaming minstrel now, just I like, want that. that like, if that's, that's the only Elias we get, I would be. Stoked. It would be like um, him explaining the plot of the show, like as it goes. And now Bron runs down to yeah, the yeah. Now <laughs> he just becomes a bard. I play a yeah, bard dude, in D and D. That'd raw, be sick. Just the raw bard. Um, or he could be like. Uh, from the league, when Taco had the Dallas Cowboy, it would be bad news. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Drew, Cena, and... Um, so it started with the promo, it started with John Cena. Yeah. Coming out to the ring, saying uh, he's the man. Yeah, because like, Vince, like, Vince was like, hey, now we need a new guy to wrestle this match. And then that's when Cena comes out. I liked all the ruthless aggression. Yeah. Like, oh, it was it was cool. And he was like, match. "What's funny is like you don't have when, ruthless he's aggression." Like, he's like twenty years that's ago when you lost Austin and you lost The Rock and blah blah. He's like, "You had a bunch of ragtag guys, ragtag guys at Triple H, Taker. They had fucking <laughs> Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle, like, Eddie Guerrero." Like, like then I came in and in a way it was it. ragtag because like some of them had been on the top like Kurt Edge. and stuff, but like they did have to make some new. People, but they weren't exactly like a bunch of losers. Losers, no, they were just pe- they were people that are very primed to take they're, that spot. Yeah, tri- like fucking you're calling like Triple H, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, like well, Brock Lesnar left, but like Eddie Guerrero like, at the time, Chris Benoit, like yeah. Edge. <laughs> These guys, a bunch of ragtag losers. Like, no, man, some of the most decorated people ever <laughs> in the company. Edge is literally the most decorated. I also like how he was like, and then ever. I came out and basically was like, I came out and said I had ruthless aggression, and then I became the new rock. It's like. Well, you said that. Then two years later. And then you became a white rapper. And then people liked that. And it wasn't like, and then I was at the top, baby. It was like, well, no. You had a silly-ass career. Leading <laughs> and up to also, it. dude, cut your hair. Dude, please, that bald spot. So then, three, came out. Your like, time is up. My time is now. Was very great. I liked it a lot. Bop, ba da bop. And then Baron comes out and... <laughs> Hold on, guys. It's me, Barry. Can I be in the match, too? Hey, I would like to Guns fight. Can I keep Mom my vest Mom said I on? could fight, too. He looks like a fucking, like, bartender at yeah. a shitty club. He, it yeah. looks like he thinks he's a mixologist, but he just makes a decent whiskey sour. Or he looks like a, like a bouncer who takes his job way too seriously. Just puts a bunch of watermelon and vodka. <laughs> I'm a mixologist. I let it infuse. <laughs> Fuck you, Baron. Fuck you. <laughs> then Finn comes out and is like, uh, Hey, Vince, you never believed in me. And he's like, Well, there's a lot of beef. He's like, I'll prove it to you that you I'm... You can gonna... handle all the beef in this ring. Yeah. And like, it's Baron a... is tall. He's not a big... He's not beefy as wouldn't John call him, wouldn't, call, wouldn't call him beef. Oh, no. Him beef. He's no. a skinny, fat dumpster fire. Yeah. <laughs> never forget that. <laughs> I don't think he has. But then Vince started punching, man. He started punching away. And Vince Baby, like, you'll believe oh. this. And then oh, Drew beef. started claymoring everyone. And That's the beef I like, oh man. Yeah, so um, that happened. And Jinder Mahal said that he was one of the best world champions of all time. And I and we all just had to sort of listen. I, I, I like that, though. Like, in character, like... Of course he believes And that. then they're like, like oh, then we, they didn't get the dream match of me versus me. I, I loved all and that. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> the match I was so thankful never happened. Yeah, I, I loved all that because, like, you know, Jinder, the person, knows 
that, that him true. versus like, Brock is that, a like, like match, but in character, like he delivered it. Sure. Real oh no, 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 no. Like, that was. I I I really like Ginger's character work legitimately. Yeah. But then Vince was like, Oh, you think you could well, beat you that you beat, Well, you gotta beat somebody. And he's like, I'll I'm be gonna, Finn. I'm gonna pick the person that I've lost to on TV six times <laughs> in the last year. Also, one time concussed really bad. Pick Baron. Pick Baron. Yeah. Baron, I, fuck it. I mean, he could beat my pick ass, but like. Kurt Hawkins. No, Wait, there had to be match. someone in that four way oh, match. Oh, okay, okay. You could also pick Kurt Hawkins, I guess. <laughs> Well, I don't want to be the match. Can I just fight Kurt? Can I fight Kurt tonight? I like a wing. angle. Hawkins. Okay. Hawk. Big Hawk. Big. John Hawk. No. <laughs> but so yeah, uh is just like I'm gonna fight Finn then. So then they have a match of just fucking chin locks. Mm. Uh-huh. God damn, Jinder sucks. <laughs> yeah, and Finn beat him. Finn, Finn beat him. So then they ha- okay so. Let's talk about this. Alexa Bliss? Yep. Hold on, real quick. Nikki Cross fought, so that was sick. That was sick, yeah, that was but fun. she's not going to be a Raw. She's no. not going to be on Raw. Well, I do like how they're like, these people are... Yeah, like, like you'll see them, but they're not everywhere. here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it just helps get eyes on before they... They want to get eyes and stuff, and they're trying to, like... Promote that they're changing things, but also they have no fucking clue. Yeah. The, EC, the EC3 part, where... They were interviewing a bunch of people during the revival Brock. fucking match, and then you just see he just walks into the screen, flexes a little bit, and then leaves. Dude is so weird. I love him. Okay, anyway, Alexa yeah. Bliss. Speaking of walking into frame, <laughs> this next God. Thing okay, so, so first off, so okay, so the week prior to to this, they had a spot where Alexa Bliss was like, "Get me my coffee, intern," and the guy got her the coffee, and it was like fine. Not necessarily a storyline that needs to be carried over oh, week to week. I like uh, I like this coffee guy. Maybe this time you give her the coffee, but you, you walk into her dressing room and she's getting changed. So you know they so, want us to change. They like the attitude era. Yeah, let's give them some. I I, I just I don't even. That's not even attitude era because first off, I mean it's her call time. She should have been fucking ready. Right. Second off, it wasn't like they didn't bring it up at all. So it's not even part of the storyline. Just stupid. Third off, like, what the fuck? So the yeah. thing Why is, the... F- like, this whole thing is so fucking The stupid. thing I saw that made sense that I was listening to on that Going In Raw podcast... Oh, yeah, this is actually 100% what... What, what it is, it was that the... If you look at the number of views on YouTube clips, yep. that one has 500,000 yep. more than any other YouTube clip same from, like from the night. It's the same for Raw and SmackDown, the, like... The Mandy Rose. The Mandy Rose stuff, and then the Alexa Bliss stuff. They're trying to boost their digital numbers, and it works. And it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's... It's a bummer because like, but at least that makes sense. It's shitty, but at least that. The, makes the Mandy sense. Rose is a storyline. Yeah, and it's a oh fucking butt one. It's yeah. a, it's, it may not. I don't like the storyline. Maybe I like how it ended up. Maybe some people do, but like that's whatever. That's yeah. but it is a storyline within the the show. This is literally just a. Just, this is an SEO stunt. To ha- to have, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what it is. And it's like, like if they're trying to like have a character, let's say like a a Scarlet, where like she's like, hey. I want this like I'm empowered and like I want to be sexy and show that off and I want to make wrestling where it's okay to be sexy again. Cool. Do the character. That's do not what this is. This I is, know. It's like, like hey, this is an invasion of privacy and like, like a, this is a gross so thing. Stupid. Like, My whole thing was like, it's just like it's why write this into the show where she's like, hey, I'm not dressed cool. Like you see, like if you're really thinking about they want to show some skin. You saw her shoulders. 
You yeah. saw less. You saw less. What than she the does, ring what she you, like, you, yeah. You saw less skin than you do when she's in a ring gear, and it's like more problematic because it's without consent. It's, like, yeah, it's just so creepy. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah, and like my whole thing is like, what about her as a person? Like. Did she like just read it and be like, "Oh fuck, yeah, this is what, what I have to like, do"? Lexi Kaufman, did the she, person. Like, did she sign off on it? Like, she have, I mean, you have to. Yeah. Like, yeah, but did she feel pressured to do that? Right. There's no. It's it was like, like it was probably like, "Hey, what's we doing?" Okay, cool. She might. She probably is like, "This is dumb," but whatever. Like, do the job. She is very much like. Seems like someone who just does what she's supposed to do. She has gone out and given some. Some promos that a lot of people would be like, I am not comfortable doing this. Yeah, that's true. She, she, I, I would add that a lot of people probably believes in what you're getting told because she does get afforded a lot of opportunities and she's been given the ball and yeah. gets these promises and mm. looks like they deliver on them. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, hey, we need you to do this. All right, cool, whatever. And it also seems like she's out of, I mean, like, not really sure where her health is at right now, but she like might have to transition away from wrestling. Oh she, shit! I mean, is she, that why she's doing all these? Yeah, she's moments, sure you know, had. She has gotten a lot of concussions. Already. And then she came back too early from that last one, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so then she got another one during that. They're being very cautious with her, like, and so like you can understand being in her position of going like, I'm going to do whatever they tell me to do to make sure I keep this job, like, because yeah. I might lose that side of like my uh, like career like, like all this other so stuff. i might like i want to do whatever i can to make sure i like show them my worth by doing whatever they want and yeah. like if it was like let's say like if there was a storm and they brought it up and like like the next thing you know she's like barging into vince's office like hey like this fucking intern over here like walked in on me blah 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 and they make it a a thing where then she becomes like the authority figure over the women's division mm. again. Well, yeah. Okay, she, yeah. Then, then at least she, like, st- stood up for herself yeah, and it, afterwards. And then it's a story, and it's a dumb angle, but then it's a story. Yeah. This had no context, no follow-up. It was yeah. stupid. It just made... And it, it damaged... made me feel, like, weird, just, like... Why, like, why, why are they it doing was this? Un, it was wholly unnecessary. And it, no, it she could have just come out and done her moment of bliss. It took it away from... Oh, they could have used that fucking time to do that interview thing, not during most of that revival match. Yeah. That fucking, like interview weird corner like screen segment that they had but fucking the other thing that it did was it really took away from that moment of bliss segment when she came out and everyone was like whoa yeah sexy everything took away from that segment Dude, that well, okay weird. so first then, off Heyman couldn't even save that segment no yeah and Heyman can usually save like the worst trash episodes of Raw but did like, they plan <sighs> for Otis to come out yes I mean, without well, what the what, fuck that, was that? I feel like that had to have been a last feel minute. Like, like Otis, get out there. We're running short like, on time. Women, uh, women's tag titles. Brock Lesnar. Pretty lady. Yeah, no, it was it's, just like this is what it is. And take this however which way you want. There was a certain way that Vince was going to view Otis Dozovich. Mm-hmm. Wasn't sure if Chris it was going to be <laughs> funny if he was just not going to like him because he thinks he's fat. Or that's actually pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. He's either going to like his weird charisma, or he wasn't. He likes him. Mm. He likes him. This is him. This is him using Otis to make himself laugh. And he likes Otis. He mm. likes it. So this is the better of the two options. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. This is the you best just, way. You did, this you is just, the best case scenario. Yeah, you just really hope that they end up on SmackDown, where they can have that maybe some good creative behind them. And have it like with the New Day. Well, yeah, because their weird shit on SmackDown was at least better than that on Raw when they were making a weird gross milkshake. It's like they're trying to bury the tag titles already. It's not that... uh, No, that... that, 
that announcement was separate. It was supposed to be like that was Lexi Kaufman announcing them, mm-hmm. and then the rest was Alexa Bliss. Yeah. So to me, like, I don't think they did. It was more so like it was just so fucking weird. Like they forever, the announce the the first time we saw the women's tag titles. Now, Otis Dozovic came out and did that thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't, like I said, I don't think they're trying to bury him. I think that's supposed to be right. like, like they're a giving spot. They're they're giving a instead of having Stephanie fucking do it like they always do. Yeah, they're giving one of their like one of the other like women competitors an op- like an opportunity. Like, hey, yeah. this is a big thing. And that was like a, like that was probably Lexi more so Lexi Kaufman be like, hey, this is what mm-hmm. we got here. And like I think that's I, that side of it's great because like Alexa like they haven't done that much with women performers in the past. Like there's been maybe a couple of times like. But never even I can't even think of a single like, like who the fuck announced the uh, the actual like titles that are coming it was Santa Vince yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah. so McManta Club yeah. there it is barely say the word and women I think that like Alexa Bliss is great for this spot because she is a really good talker and she's mm-hmm. a really likable person outside of like in real life and if like, she has to transition yeah, into okay. that other role then like, perfect she's great for it like and um but just what the fuck was the segment well, it was like, so awkward and then at the end like. It Normally, off. <laughs> like they just stared at each other, like yeah. they did the thing, the weird thing that they do in backstage segments, where they just like stare awkwardly until it fades out. But you don't normally get that out while they're sitting in the there. arena. And then the like, uh, yeah, so like Otis comes out, interrupts things, yells "Pretty lady, hey, hey, pretty lady." Also, I really hate if that's the direction they go with. Yeah, just please don't make, like a a hor- don't make him a horny monster. Don't make him a horny and monster. And then, like, that kind of changes the thing. I don't thing. think it was made for a horny monster. He just thinks he's funny. Yeah. Like Vince just thinks the guy's funny. But then, yeah, so then uh, Heyman kind of keeps going on about, like, this guy and this guy. It wasn't the most inspired Paul Heyman promo. But it probably wasn't going to be because it wasn't meant to be. But, like, fucking, then out of, in, in a, the moment of a pause, you hear the ring announcer, like, the following is the main event. That was what? so weird. Out of nowhere, it was, yeah, super weird. And they, I assume, we just had to pick up their table and walk away. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but but then we got the main event. Yep. And it was Also, good. before this, yeah. Bobby Lashley won the title. Oh, oh Bobby yeah. Lashley was the IC title champion. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So. Which was, was that? I, that would be I, interesting. That was cool. Not what yeah, I was expecting out of that match. I, I thought Lashley was certainly there to take the pin. So I thought that was cool. Uh, get that like off it. of Dean because this is a trash fucking angle with Dean. Get it off him. Uh, Bobby Lashley will do some cool shit with it, I bet. Yeah. And Leo Rush is less annoying now. Yeah. Which that I like. I like the way that Bobby celebrated too because it makes it seem like it was a big deal. Yeah, he's like, fuck, yeah. He's like, I fucking did it. I mm. won this title. So it helps elevate the title when you have a guy that's like him as a champion. It's a heel. Now you can have a baby face come out. And try to beat the mountain of a man that's Bobby Lashley. Mm. Put over a smaller baby face so that's working from underneath whenever that time comes. But have him just go and dominate some mm. fucking geeks for a while. Make that icy title look like something, yeah, prestigious. I, I think he's a little ways away from being elevated up to it, but I'd love to see Apollo actually. Like, if they could elevate Apollo Crews to have like a really good like, feud, feud with Lashley, Lashley yeah, that and then have insane. him be the person who takes it off him eventually, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be really cool. Yeah. They're like equally buff, <laughs> but in different bold. ways. Like yeah. Lashley's like a big powerhouse, and like Apollo is like super strong too. But he's also like moves really quickly and mm-hmm. can like do cool like high flying shit. So yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. But yeah, uh, the main event. Uh, Saw Finn Balor win. Yeah. Uh, pin John Cena clean in the middle of the ring with his finish, and yeah. John Cena fucking yelling. <laughs> 
Your ankle's good. <laughs> ankle good. I didn't <laughs> notice that because I half watch Raw, but um, um, even on I the Hulu that... edit, the crowd noise suddenly gets slightly louder. Um, yeah. Right after, like right when he yells it, John Cena won't shut because the Because they were covering it. Match. They were covering it up. I think he's just. I think he's just goofing now, and I fucking love All right, it. All right, Drew, you guys ready to take this home? <laughs> oh, God, shut the fuck up! <laughs> I think he's goofing. He's yeah. definitely not goofing. I just. Well, I, he's just maybe. I mean, so I think he, I think he, he knows he's not getting the I think he's trouble. a control freak. I yeah, so, yeah, that's, that's it. Like, that's he's like thousand percent. Okay, because like I have that mentality. It's okay. Let's let's okay. Let's let's do this now. I think he yeah. takes it like his role as like being that top guy and like wanting to make sure every segment that he's in is as good as possible mm -hmm. and that everything's perfect. That like he is like a control freak about it. Like, yeah. Like Royal Rumble last year. Now Shin. Now Shin, because yeah, like, he Shin. knew that was the right moment for like Shinsuke to come in, like, and like he was saying, like, do it right now. Yeah, it's like, almost like he's taking on the role of like work, like he's showing the boys how to was, do it without any really regard that he's on camera. Miked during his big time. Oh, it, it's on, it, like, like when, like when, like in the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. just different. Like he is just being a little bit more. He just doesn't give a shit. He's just like, trying to boss him around the new guys. I, I, I the just new think, guard. It has to be so annoying. I just I can't just, imagine. Well, it's it's a he's never really worked with them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and when so, you don't get to practice or whatever, yeah. And so he's just like having to like, hey, let's fucking do this. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's not like, hey, let's get in a hold up and tie it. Hey, Drew, you ready to take this home, bud? <laughs> The ankle one is weird to me. Like, yeah. like I get checking on dude that you're with, but like, was he gonna kick out if his ankle wasn't good? Because he doesn't. So like, Finn yeah, doesn't he, win. Like, Finn has to be like, shut the fuck up! I just you, stuck you? this motherfucker on you. Like, <laughs> let me pin you. Shut up. Yeah. Why are you asking him about his ankle? <laughs> it's just funny. It's, it's kind of what I come to look forward to with the John Cena match in, now. In my head, I want it to be him goofing off. Because that's what I like to think about John Cena is that he doesn't give a fuck anymore. I think that's and he's partially just a it. fucking goofball. I think that partially is that he's like, yeah, I know I'm on camera. Fuck it, whatever. It's an episode of Raw. Fuck it. <laughs> like I don't. I think his his brain probably thinks in a bigger picture. But uh, but yeah, Finn pinned him clean, and he put he like was stoked for Finn. Yeah, and he, yeah, he gave him a real nice little thing at the end. Um, now one more person believes in you, and it's me, John, John Cena. Cena. <laughs> Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> in theaters now. Go see it. Um, um, so now, yeah, Finn versus Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, infinitely more two, excited. Two Brock matches in a row that I'm actively stoked about. Yeah, like that's this year's 2019. I thought I was gonna hate Brock Lesnar more than I did last year. I am so stoked. Now, on these 2019 matches. become the monster. Op opinion that's probably wrong, but I'm gonna stick to it. I think Finn's gonna take it off of Lesnar. What? Like, what if? Though? What if? What if? I I like I think fantasy. It's I had some fantasy booking ideas that like I haven't like were like oh man I want that so bad that I don't even want to say I'm like AJ like what if AJ loses the like match against Brian before the Rumble match and Finn wins like. And then they put the Rumble, men's Rumble on, like, in the middle of the show. Yeah. Because they have two of them now. Mm hmm Then have Finn beat, like, win. And then AJ and then, win. Then AJ win the Rumble match. And, like, challenge Balor. Like, 
And I'm like, well, that's never gonna happen. Right. So but I don't even want to think about it. It's fun it. to think yeah. about it. But yeah, like AJ, like leaping over to Raw, who like you know, it, it's unlikely. But yeah, I mean, that's what's fun to think about. They're shooting Finn to. They shot him to this spot. Uh, pretty fucking fast. Let's hope he doesn't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. I, uh, I Brock will take care of him. Well, I'm not saying yeah. Brock. I mean, just in general, he yeah. got hurt right after he won the title the first yeah, time. Yeah, well, so. he's not in there with Seth Rollins. <laughs> it's it's another thing that's unlikely. Yeah, but I know uh, Seth is actually pretty dangerous. <laughs> <in the game. laughs> that's what I heard. Hey, Brett. It's, been a, it's been a while. Brett, you just been digging holes in the backyard. Well, I got a pro wrestling tea store now, so. <laughs> Um, What's that have to do with the holes in the backyard? That's where I found my shirts. Oh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> buried them. Zeno, Zeno's been buried. No, oh, Max been doing it. Zeno told me. Was, okay, sure. Yeah, All right. I, I saw the shovel. So you Triple H's shovel in your fucking. <laughs> Bray, you start, you're starting to scare everyone. Here's the thing. By how much you talk to Zeno. <laughs> Zeno can't hear, so I'm going to assume if this is a Doctor Doolittle situation, he can't talk. No, either. it's actually like you, Lucky Dog, starring Kirk. <laughs> Well, I really liked Kirk Cameron from his time on Growing Pains. He was I good. Was, I what really do you like think about Alan, him now? I really liked Alan Thicke because he's a fellow Canadian hoser. Rest in peace. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Brett. So unlikely, but I'm I'm gonna put it down in the universe that I think Finn's taking that title off of Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. Love it to happen. I I don't expect it, but like. Has the demon ever lost in WWE? No, no. In NXT, could, yes. WWE, WWE no. no. I can see them killing the demon at this match too. I don't think they'll kill it. He won't. I don't think he'll come out as the yeah. demon. Yeah. Because like they haven't. Like, he did at SummerSlam, but like, and maybe he will for this, but yeah. I can't imagine. Like, if he's losing the Lesnar, it'd be really hard for them to like. They well, want to kill the demon. They could kill the gimmick. Yeah, but I just don't think they will. It sells too. It it sells too much merchandise. That's true. That's true. It sells way too much merchandise to kids. Well, also Vince like like loves that character, mm-hmm. and he he likes Finn Balor, but he's just like the bigger money maker of the two is the demon. Yeah, yeah. man, how fucking sick would it be if Finn Balor like uh, just sticks Brock Lesnar with that coup de gras? Oh, pins him in the ring. Either oh. way, it's gonna be a good match. It's gonna be so, good. Like that's. I mean, that's what I'm more stoked about. I expect Brock to win. That's, I just, that's likely what's going to happen. I hope they don't do the Daniel Bryan thing again, because that match is so fucking good on its own. I think it'll be different. I think it's yeah. going to be a Finn at his most aggressive. I hope. I, I think it'll be similar in the way that, like, same as, like, the AJ match and the Daniel Bryan match where, like, Brock has the upper hand at first, you know? Yeah. But I think it'll be done differently. And, like, I Paul Heyman respects Finn a ton. Apparently Brock really wants to work with Finn, like... Brock Finn. actually likes working with the smaller guys. Yeah. This is the kind of the, the word on the street because they actually make him look good mm. and mm. it's good for him and so he doesn't mind selling for him because he gets better matches. He doesn't like working with Braun. Yeah. And yeah, I think I think it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Yeah. I mean, the thing they could do if like if he came out as the demon is like absolutely just like surprise Brock and get the upper hand immediately. Like just do like shotgun drop kick immediate and then go from there but yeah all right let's talk about two things on smackdown uh samoa joe versus mustafa ali oh man well um, that was a killing on jericho's podcast mustafa said that vince told him where he's gonna make his money so he gets real empathy from people and mm. he's gonna be fighting from underneath getting beat up so they're starting that yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh fuck that yeah they are that was a great beat down no one takes an ass whooping like mustafa ali god damn he was selling for joe yep 
Um, Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Cien Almas. This match was way better than a TV match should be. Yeah. This needs to be the WrestleMania match. It was so long. They didn't do 50-50 booking. They didn't give Ray his win back. Yeah. Ray's still as big of a star as ever. Yeah. And now Andrade stars rising because of it. Mm-hmm. And so he has two wins over him. Wasn't the cleanest win, but it was a good win. It wasn't mm-hmm. a totally dirty win either. Like Yeah, she just kinda like She just said she did like she just distracted. And them, so like I hope that uh, sorry, I just got hit <laughs> random random yawn, but um I hope that he keeps losing to Andrade. To the point where he like is like he's like he needs Plus, to he yeah. finds that third gear. No, he needs to, to to he wants to fight him and beat him. Yeah. And then he Andrade's like, no, I don't need to beat you. Mm-hmm. Like I've already done it. And he's like, Fine. oh, and then they put that mask hair. Then he puts mm-hmm. his mask online, saying, oh. you know what? How about I put this? If you want to fucking, if you want to finally beat me, I will put my mask on because I need to beat you. Yeah. And they shave Andrade and blah blah blah. Damn, dude. I mean, that'd be sick. That'd be so sick. Um, that match was great. There were two commercial breaks. Like, it was so long. Um, also, uh, Corey Graves did amazing things for that match. Because, like, he he was totally different than he normally is. Yeah. Mm. Like, he was, like, he, was, he felt like he was, like, just watching the match and be like, oh, I can't believe I'm watching it's these two. It's because he hasn't amazing. created a character with these two yet. I don't think. Well, I think, no, I think he wanted to sell how like, big have, of a deal a this match. I think well, he wanted to sell It's also because he wanted was. to, like, it was kind of directive to sell how big the match is because mm-hmm. it is, like, a quote-unquote dream match. That's something that they like to do. As well as um, Vince isn't on the headset as much on SmackDown that he is on Raw. Okay. And so you don't get yelled at as much to do this and to play this. On SmackDown, he's always way less annoying. Yeah. Uh, Big less Mandy Rose is brought up. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also he's not well, that was Renee. his character. That was his character in NXT as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, and he's he's not there with Renee, and I hate what they're doing with the two of them. Yeah, like, I, I I I turn down commentary anytime that Dean is like there because I don't want to hear it. Yeah, really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the line that he, that stuck with me for that Dean match was sucks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the line from that Andrade Ray match was the uh, oh also Andrade. Yeah, just no Cien Almas. We dropped the Cien Almas. I hate that. Not 100 Almas. But I, I like the way the ring announcers say his whole name. So like Cien Almas. Like, I want to know the reasoning behind that one. It's easier to well, remember. No, yeah. One of those fun. It's because he hates last names, but jokes on him. Andrade is his real last name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take away my last name and just be Derek, and no one can call me Oster ever again. No, you've been Oster. You've already been. This. Yeah, no, that's my name. Yeah. I'm gonna change my. You already have like you're one of those last name people. Anyways. Yeah. Yep. You and Murphy. <laughs> yep. Uh, the the line they have counters for moves I've never seen before. It's just like fuck yeah they do. Like they were just pulling out and shit. They did another Canadian destroyer. Mm. And Andrade was just selling like a goddamn also, champ. That fucking Ray. the like hurt the Rana spot over the ropes where then Andrade kept Ray on his shoulders and like power bombed him. Power bombed him. Yeah. And did a black tiger bomb. Oh, that sick. was that was wild. I, mean, uh, I don't think I've ever seen that spot. That was before. such a good match. They were going at a great pace, told a great story. The right guy won. They're continuing the story. I think Andrade needs to eliminate him, and then like Ray pulls him out. So they both get limited, keep that story going, and have a Lucha de Apuestas at fucking Mania. Mm-hmm. That will make so much money. Well, and you can get the world record for masks in one area. Oh, my God. Where Where is where is 
New York, New York, New Jersey. Oh, okay. yeah. But like you've been saying this for, they're trying to get that demographic back. There, and there is a large, like a very, very large Hispanic population in New York, like New York okay. area. Like so, but like and as well as like they're going to be in Phoenix yeah. for the Rumble. Yeah, large mm-hmm. Hispanic population and, over like, there as well. Man, that would be so cool for Andrade, like especially with Zelina as his mouthpiece, like. They have so they have they could go so far. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. I feel like Andrade is gonna is gonna be a big year for him. Hopefully. Also, yeah. Also, like he could do a pretty like buck wild entrance like at Mania if he oh, was yeah. given the chance oh, to like stuff like dude. he did at just Takeovers like taking off just the no way old, Jose yeah taking off the old mask and stuff and like yeah. having a like mariachi band like he's done before. I also love like, the references that uh, Corey was making the shadow. That's uh, his old name is La Sombra, which is the yeah. Shadow. Oh, okay. So I can't tell him, like, ha! I, I see what you're doing there, Graves. Yeah. Um, so what's really funny about this match is, apparently a directive from Vince McMahon is, you can do Canadian Destroyers now, because he saw it. He, the move was banned, but he doesn't know what moves are. Yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, just like the Styles Clash. Jericho's oh, story like, about the Styles like, Clash is, like, he the way he got it unbanned is by, like, not saying the name. He just said, oh, you know that move that's, like, Kind of like a pile driver, but then not. And he, he, uh, like he just, bumps you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's AJ's move. It's really cool. It's like, oh, that's a great move. Yeah. It's like, so make we're it gonna finish. do that. And he's like, he, he's, he's like, he, they just did it in a match, and then didn't say what it was. Jericho said, "Oh, you know that ma- that move? AJ should use that as a finish." Oh yeah. And he did, and finish. then it was the Silas clash the whole time. And like, then they unbanned it. Cool. So he, apparently Vince was watching something, and somebody did that move. He was like, why don't we do that move? And they're like, it's banned. Nope. And he's like, we can do that move. And so now you're, you're going to see it on NXT. Uh, on yeah. You're going to see it now. It's going to be Canadian Destroyer. Petey Williams is just going to be like, man. Just stewing. Just stewing. He fucking hates when anybody does it. What was that? What's that move? Is it Crucifix Bomb? Yeah, the Crucifix Bomb. That Andrade oh, sold like off. He just like fucking like flipped himself on the back. Oh, yeah. the, oh yeah, that Crucifix Bomb. They did yeah. a Crucifix Bomb, a Code Red, a Canadian Destroyer. Yeah. All these moves that like really don't make sense, but they're so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like when Cena does the code red because it's like, wait, what the fuck? Oh, like, it comes out of nowhere. The the person that does the code red the best is uh, who takes it the best is Cesaro because mm. it's like it he's so big and like it just feels like it's like defying gravity because he's so big and it goes really slow but they always make it over. You're like, what the fuck? Fuck. But yeah, um, that match was fucking phenomenal. Mm. Yep, it's one of the best like TV matches, TV matches and, ever. Yeah, have they come out with like? Does Meltzer do ratings for like TV matches and stuff? Um, so that one has to be up. I mean, four, Bleacher four Report plus. gave it an A plus on their um, I, I, he review. Might. It would be he hasn't before because I remember like before I understood the way he did star ratings of. I was looking up like a title change that happened on TV once, and it he never gave it a rating. I think like, it just depends because like he's given NXT TV ones. Yeah, sure, yeah. So I don't know. I have to check. It just depends. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But that match was. And then anything on NXT that y'all feel was uh, Riddle versus Lee, right? Or was that last one? Oh no versus Oh no. Oh no versus Oh no, Lee. no, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no oh, versus that was Lee. Good. I love Riddle and Lee's friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, who did Bianca fight? She didn't. She just had a promo. Oh, it was just a promo. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, uh, Humberto Carrillo had a match, which was funny because he also had one on two hundred five live. <laughs> And it, it, that's one of those things where it's like, I watch this on the same day. It comes out on the same day. It'll trick my brain. It's not anymore. Yeah. Wait, does it come out it's on? It's back on Tuesdays. Back, yeah. 
What? Yeah, yeah. they. Oh, I, well, I watched them on the same. They day. decided they don't care about two hundred five. Yeah, they put it after. So. They put it after SmackDown again, which is a fucking super lame move. But the crowd doesn't no. care. Uh, I think they still taped it before. No, it's, no, it's it was after. after. Starting the this was, most recent week. The crowd was empty. It's taped live again. Oh, are they taping it? I thought they... It's, yeah, it's taped live and going on after. Okay, I know it's going on after. I thought they were going to keep taping it. No, that sucks. It's gone back to live, and the crowd is gone. Yeah. For that Murphy yeah, Carrillo match. I don't remember much from NXT. So, uh, yeah, there wasn't, much, uh, wasn't sorry, much going on. Lee versus... Oh, no. Oh, no, it was cool. Yeah. Oh, no, got the win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... They're effectively killing Bianca Belair, and they don't realize that they're doing it. Yeah. Because they're calling her overrated now. They had Shayna call her overrated. That's what, that yeah. was bad. Like, yeah. yeah the, because then she, when she loses, unless it's an amazing match, then Shayna is people will believe it. one of the most believable characters in there. Yep. And Shayna is one of the best workers on the card, or on the, on the roster. And, like, one of the better talkers, because it is in a character... Um, Bianca's not ready to do promo work like that in the ring. No, because it she like, was going re- back and forth like that. She like she's really really good in her character in like small segments. Mm-hmm. Have them in the back where they're produced and you can yeah. stop. But okay, we're gonna do that because she like right, she's very way. believable in that character. But like but. She, when she was running down her promo, it's like it sounds like she was reading a card. Mm. Yeah, and then when they're going back and forth, she had like there was moments where she had to be like. And then, like, say it, and like, yeah. pause, and it's like, yeah. oh, no, you're going to, like... And that, especially I've, for that character, is not good. I've, I've been, like, probably one of the more critical people of Bianca, just because, like, she's been getting this monster push, and it's like, y'all are going to, like, she can be so good. She has the potential to be really good. Don't kill it. You're going you're gonna to kill it. You're going to kill it. You're going to kill it by pushing it too fast. Yeah. Yeah. And the next thing you know, she's just going to fizzle out, and people are going to believe that she's... A thousand percent overrated. Mm. When if you just built her up more and let her take a loss, but then like have to build up a little bit, and you want her to be a baby face down the road, then like fucking build her up and let her do that. One one thing that made me really mad about that segment too is someone in the crowd tried to start a Ronda's better chant, and for one, no, she's not. <laughs> then either of those. Also, why are you at full sail? Shayna should be your girl. Uh, yeah, some people are just weird. But yeah, they they that would be yeah, that's so lame. They fuck. It. They're gonna they're gonna kill Bianca. Yeah, it's that's. that's I just really hope they have an amazing match that like makes this go away. Like just I will say, what's it. really wild to me is there's actually okay a few things. The horses? No, um, her and her husband are both ridiculously jacked. Like they have a lot of. They're maybe the them. most beautiful couple in, in the plant on the planet. Like they like they both have like great charisma, great bodies, like just jacked, fucking shredded, who and athletic. Who? Montez Ford and Bianca Belair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they both like are still so green at wrestling, and like that. It's like and have so they're like both such a raw fucking. Talent. Both of them are like it's some wild. of the biggest upside. Like yeah, there's so much like potential, like. They were, if this was like college football, they'd be like these fucking these big ass recruits that everybody'd be going after. Mm. Um, second thing about Montez Ford, dude needs to get off steroids. Uh, is, he, is that why he's looking so big? Uh, he's getting boobs. Yeah, <laughs> he's developing male breasts like gender was, mm. and it's like because I I saw him and he was doing this like pec flex. I'm like, oh no, he's on steroids. I'm like what? I'm like he's probably trying to get bigger to get noticed more. 
but he's on steroids. Yeah. Allegedly. Just he's... It looks like he might be. Could the, be, could be. Allegedly, he may be on the on the juice. On because the juice? You don't get... Uh, go back and look, and you'll see his chest, and you don't get something like that naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's definitely not fat. It's not... He's not getting fat. Yeah. <laughs> look at fucking Wesley Blake if you want to see somebody that's trying to bulk up, but, like, doing it naturally. He's getting a little bit puffy, and then you kind of shred that out. But, yeah, dude... Allegedly, it looks like he's taking some alleged little roid skis. Uh, yeah, well, I, yeah, I believe it. Don't do drugs, kids. Do whatever you want. All right, let's <laughs> let's wrap this up like a little present. Um, I'm gonna deliver <laughs> oh, to Ray you Myster- through the internet. Oh, the Rey Mysterio, um, Samoa Joe, CN, and Mustafa Ali match from SmackDown Live the week before got a four star rating. Oh, okay, really? so he does do okay. Um, cool. So we'll see next week what his rating will be for um, that match. Yeah, and he gave the Trent Seven, Tyler Bate, James Drake, Zach Gibson match a four and a half stars from UK okay. uh, NXT, and then he gave the Pete Dunn and Joe Coffey one three seven five. And I'm take it that's probably just because more so Coffey than anybody else. Yeah. yeah. He also gave that fucking. He gave. Um, I don't know if you guys watch this. Check it out whenever you guys have some time. It was Ortiz versus San, uh, Ortiz and Santana, LAX versus uh, Lucha Brothers from uh, Impact Homecoming. It was a really good match. So check that out when you guys have. What did he give that one? He gave that a, a four point two five. Oh, oh it's a great match. I watched it live. Yeah. And then uh, Tanahashi versus Kenny was five minute five point five. So ah, uh, of course, <laughs> of course. But yeah, okay. There we go. Sorry. All right. Uh, you can follow me on the internet at Ostercoaster on Twitter at Blue Ostercult with a V on Instagram. Come watch us at Tree Fort. Um, we're gonna have some cool shit there. Yeah, we're yeah. getting the plans put together. Plans come, are coming together. Come watch us at Fort Wrestling. Yeah, Fort. <laughs> we're gonna start Fort Wrestling, our own Fort Gilbert. Yeah, take that AEW. We're coming for you. Yeah, yeah. We're we high got, Fort Wrestling. We're gonna sign BSU, Dad. Hey, free dad. Hey, free dad. Zeno's gonna be there. Zeno's gonna be there. Barry the Bear. He'll be there. The champion. Um, we can't actually have Barry the Bear because that's a. Can't afford him. Well, that's an elite uh, character, Barry. <laughs> Barry well, the Drug Spelled differently. There's a lot of ways to spell Barry. Yeah. Also. R A Y. Also, my favorite website, The Spectacle of Excess, wrote an article about. Chuck and Trent and capitalism this week. It's incredible, and I love that website. So read everything, every word on that goddamn page. That's all I got. Nice. Yeah, fire it up. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm at Matt underscore on underscore drums on Instagram. Also at Wrestle Drums on Instagram. Uh, my sweet sweet boy Zeno is at Zeno Paparino on Instagram. Um, check out Urban Outfielders. We'll be at Tree Fort as well. Rock and roll. Uh, check out Bright Old Giant. Uh, check out Slower De- Rock and Roll <laughs> Slower Rock and Roll <laughs> uh, uh, Dealing With It is a podcast I do with my mom Rock it's, and Roll Podcast Talk it, Rock and Roll <laughs> Rock and Roll Talking um, Rock and Roll McDonald's that, yeah, that, <laughs> Wesley Willis uh, That comes out on Mondays um, Yeah, That's the business folks Go to audibletrial.com slash Cast. Listen to a fucking book You pieces of shit Bit.ly slash suck your own because you should suck your own if you haven't listened to a book. Yeah.
Nice. You can go. Oh, okay. I'll just tag team it up. Uh, yeah, follow us at WrestleBoysCast on Twitter, at GenuineWrestleBoys on Instagram. Follow me at KFabeDad on Twitter, at MyChemicalDadPants on Great Instagram. Name. Uh, yeah, go to bit.ly forward slash WrestleBoys. Go buy some merch from us. Yeah. yeah quit being such a piece of shit. Yeah, wear our shit. Just wear our shit. Wear our shit. What's your fucking problem? Yeah, I'm tired fuck of you. They're cool. Oh, also, cool check out my band shit. Wild Spells. We'll also be at Tree Fort for yeah, first. Not, not Dilbert. Not Dilbert, yeah. First show in like a year. Hell yeah. So. Get spooky. No, they're, they're still not Dilbert. Get glitter spooky. Um, duck shirt on the internet. Again, go to build.ly slash suck your own. Um, yeah. 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 Fuck, yeah, fuck off. All right. Well, fuck you. <laughs> suck your own. Also, uh, leave us some fucking reviews. Oh, yeah. shit. Uh, Go to bit.ly forward slash review boys if you're on a iOS device, and it'll just take you literally straight to the place to t- like ma- leave us a review. Yeah, you don't gotta search. Through you don't gotta search through anything. Podcast and also one. suck your own. Yeah, yeah, we, we make it so easy for you that it's almost insulting for you not to do it. You yeah, gosh, gosh. Leave us a review. Maybe we'll do another contest for a different design of a shirt. We'll see. Maybe we'll have a different design of a shirt. Maybe. Who the fuck knows? Who knows? I don't know shit. Who knows? Zach knows. Happy Rusev Day. All right. Thanks for listening. Um, I don't want to say Happy Rusev Day anymore. Then don't say it. It's in my... No, stop it. No, just stop it. Okay. I'll I'll start saying it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy Happy Rusev Day. Say Um, suck your own instead. No. Suck your Rusev. Suck your your own on Rusev Day. Um, Every day (laughs) is a new day. Brother, if I could, I would, brother. Uh, Bless you. 316 says, Dean sucks. (laughs) 